What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Friday, February 2nd, 20 and 24, and the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours. On today's show, we'll talk some Texas basketball about the Longhorn women going on the road to Waco and knocking off Baylor last night. We'll get them some love. The Texas men's team traveling up I-35 to Fort Worth for a massive game against TCU tomorrow. We will preview that. Plus, Jim Harbaugh gets introduced in Los Angeles. We've got a very important Texas football question to ask the Buck. We'll have plenty of fun as well, as we always do on a football Friday right here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. What's going on, my friend? It is another beautiful day. We'll have another warm day here in Austin and you know, there's some thoughts of rain, but don't worry about it. Not yet. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about any rain. We're going to high 60s again today. This has been a fantastic week, really. When you think about it, some of that cold air that we had the week before, it's gone. And it'll remain with us through the weekend and then into next week. We'll get a windy day. You know, we may get a windy Saturday, maybe even today, a little bit of wind. But other than that, it should be, it should be beautiful to do all the things you want to do outside. And I want to do a lot. I want to get out. You're saying no rain today in Austin? No. Okay. This will be a good test of how good of a weather guesser that you truly are. Why is it guessing? Why can't I just be that guy? I'm the guy. You will prove to me and everybody else in Austin, Texas, USA, America, that you are the guy if you are right today. Okay. okay. No. No rain. No rain. That's Enjoy the Enjoy your day. Enjoy okay. your day. Because I am looking at a weather forecast. Some other guess, some other guessers deal. And I am seeing upwards of a 60% chance of rain tonight. Matter of fact, it gets as high as 69%. Very nice in Austin this evening. And you were saying we have nothing to worry about. Don't have any fear. Okay. I will give you tons of love on Monday if it does not rain at all in Central Texas. You will get what all the beautiful day and night we'll have. I love it. I love the optimism. I love the prediction right there. And uh, happy Friday to you and everybody tuning in this morning. We appreciate y'all's love and support. And today is not only Friday, Buck. Today is Groundhog Day. Oh, no. Poxitani Phil. Yeah, and piece yeah. of shit Phil was out this morning. Was he? He didn't run back in, did he? Guess what? You saw a shadow? He did not see his Very shadow. nice. Maybe no revenant this February. Maybe we get out of that deal where we don't have that that crazy four-day freeze where nobody can move and people are burning their furniture in the fireplace. Let me show you what I would have done to Pina Colada Phil. What? If he did see his shadow. What are you doing? That's how I roll. That's how I roll. <laughs> you don't do that to Punxsutawney Phil. I've never been there. I've never been to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. How far is that from where you grew up? I don't know. I have no clue. I, that's one of those deals that I don't know and I don't care. And I don't want to ever go there. I don't want to be a part of that situation. No. I don't know if it's near Reading, Pennsylvania. Reading, Pennsylvania is not very far from me. There's some places in Pennsylvania that are far. Like Pittsburgh's. Is, it's easier for me to get from my house in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, to Boston than it is from Bethlehem to Pittsburgh. Mm. 
Pittsburgh is a legitimate six and a half, seven hour trip from from where I live. And I can get to I can get to Boston in six, just plain old six. I didn't realize Pennsylvania was that big of a state. Well, I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the eastern end. I'm closer to I'm almost I'm 15 minutes from Jersey. And not oh. that far. I'm you know, I'm not very far from New York. I'm less than an hour to New York with the new highways that they put in. Where yeah. I live on that side. Mm-hmm. I don't leave, I don't west is where Pittsburgh is. I'm east. Are you a believer in Punxsutawney Phil? Yes. So he's a weather too. Okay, so you think that uh, we're going to have an early spring this year? We have nothing to worry about. We're having early springs right now. If this weather keeps going the way it's going, I'm not saying we won't get a we get, we're going to get a little spike of cold. There's there's no way we're escaping February. Right. Something's going on. You know something's going to happen in February here. I think so, but you know if this groundhog guy knows what he's doing. And Pinata Phil, or whatever the hell they call him, is. Oh, accurate. just remember that dude is working for the state of Pennsylvania. He's working for the Keystone State. He doesn't work for Texas. He that works for the here. whole world. No, no. That guy, no the no. amount of money that guy rakes in every single year, he better be right on this one. And this See, is I'll, rare. This now, is rare because over the last 128 years, God, how has this bit gone on for this long? Remember that dude is fat now. That's true. That's all fat, and is they the smell. Same? They smell too. Oh, fat! I had one of those. I I trapped one of those once. A groundhog, and and actually, it's when I lived in a place called Hellertown, Pennsylvania, and my garage, the garage where you behind the house where you parked a car if you wanted to or you stored stuff, was made of dirt. And he's a groundhog, and I tried to put him in the garage and put a cage around him. Guess what he did? He dug right through it, right out and out <laughs> of the out of the place. I thought I was. I thought caging him inside of a barn on a on a um, dirt on the dirt ground would do it. That dude was gone in about he was gone in probably about three hours. Yeah, he had dug a hole in there, and they're nasty looking varmints. They're like big squirrels, mm. fat squirrels. Are they're they all over them, Pennsylvania. Are they uh, calling groundhogs? Did you call yours uh, Bill Murray by chance? <laughs> no, no, dude. Those things, and they they have this weird smell about them because they're all that's all they are. They're all just fat. Yeah, they are pretty big. Here's the here's a picture of the most accurate weather guesser in the history of the universe. It's got a sting if you're a quote unquote meteorologist that this little guy is better at his job than you are at yours. Not better than mine, not me. Mm. That dude is way down the list. Of the uh, last 128 years that they've been doing this, this is only the 21st time that Phil has predicted an early spring. So he usually sees his own shadow, which usually means we get those six more weeks of winter. This is a rarity where this guy is uh, saying the warmer weather is going to come early. So, see, that's not good for us because we we don't really need that warm. We don't really need Phil. We don't need an early spring because we get early summer. That's what it means for us. Yeah, well, I'll take a spring in Austin because we usually don't get anything. It usually goes straight from winter to summer. So if we get some semblance of a spring. We'll uh, we'll call it a good day. But enjoy your wonderful day today, though. It's going to be a beautiful day today. It's going to be a very nice weekend. Huh? Get some get some things that you want to get done. Maybe you can get some fishing in where you actually catch fish instead oh. of going out there and feeding fish. You know I got mean? I got skunked last night. Well, we don't use live bait, so the fish weren't eating anything. The problem was there were no fish in Galveston last night. Oh, they were out for the out for the night. I don't know what they were doing. Do they hibernate like the bears do? I mean, where were those guys? My pops and I were out for about four hours last night 
just strolling through Galveston in our who, kayaks. Well, who called it a night? You did because you had to get up. Did you say, hey, or did, did Pop say, hey, you know what? It's just not happening. Yeah, we, we tried all of our spots twice, and I think both of us were just really? like, it ain't happening. Yeah. yeah you they, got those uh, favorite spots, don't you? It wasn't one of those cases where, like, oh, they were out, and we just couldn't catch them. They weren't biting. They We didn't see any last night. No ceviche sad. for you. No, no ceviche for you at all. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. Thank you, and do be careful out there. Myself today, I will be in clinics doing some exploratory work on my body here for about four or five hours today. My goodness. You're exploring or they're exploring? They're exploring me for about four hours of tests today. And it sucks. I have to do this all over again today. And then on Monday, I've got another contrast CAT scan that they shoot the dye in your body and then they throw you in the machine and see what's going on. Oh, I hate this because the, the contrast deal I got getting on Monday was the time when I went to the same place and the nurse dude who had been doing this for years and years and years was mm-hmm. supposed to hit me in the vein. The dude hit me in the nerve in my arm. Oh, see ya. Dude, I almost kicked him in the nuts. My leg went up, shot up real quick. And I said, how long have you done this? Oh, I did this in the military. I said, thank you for your service, but not for your service of what you're doing to my poor arm. And that's that's a, I said, that's a vein, dude, right there. But you're hitting the nerve beside the vein. You're not sticking that needle in there. You're putting the contrast in my nerve. Oh, did that hurt? It's like sticking your tongue in the, the light switch there. It, it, it just, no, I got to do that on me. Huh? Stick your tongue in the light switch? Oh, when I was a kid, I put my tongue in the uh, a battery just to see if it really does jolt you. It does. Oh, man. I've never thought about doing that. <clears throat> it doesn't sound fun. So what are they exploring? Whether they're going up your rectum? What are they doing here? No, they're not going into the rectum. It's a lot of vein work, a lot of scans in the through the heart and through the, through the head and the lungs and stuff like that. It's the same procedure. You know, I, uh, we're thinking that I still have an a hyperactive uh, parathyroid that some dude who last dude that went in there was the plumber and actually wasn't really, didn't get it all. So mm. my, my calcium is extremely high, which means I'll end up with brittle bones. And you know, I fall a lot and we can't have that. We can't have it going no, down. No. So eventually my fall school won't work. It's just going to pop and stuff like that. And things that I, things that I don't think would, break like my wrist will, will crack and stuff if this calcium state calcium has been high since 2018 but most doctors when it when it comes to us dudes you know what they say oh it's a little high okay can we make it a little normal yeah and that's what a hyperparathyroid means it's it's overactive with the calcium so i've got to get i've got a real live uh a lady that i wanted to get to uh who is a specialist in this and she's she recommended this dude to me and she's felt very bad about it. So she and her partner are going to get this done for me. And what they have to do, BK, is they go in your, you know, you've got a couple of these little thyroids in your neck. Mm-hmm. And they're teeny. And they're right by your vocal cords. So now they've got to go over scar tissue that the dude did about a year and a half ago. Uh, and they don't like to do that. So I like I've to hear it. this. But I've got it. This is one of those deals my wife is driving me. i got to get this done. But you don't feel anything. I don't feel any normal. But remember, I'm the guy trying to gain weight. And one of these things, that that's a possibility of what's keeping me from trying to getting to be fat, 
is this deal. So hopefully everything will be good. All I, right. just, I just hate going through the test. Yeah, but, good luck, man. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll say a prayer for you, and I thank everyone watching and listening. I need one, this one. This is a second time through this crap, so. Uh, yeah, good luck to you. Don't do, hey, when in doubt, don't let the plumber do the work. A plumber does the work for WAGs at the house, you know, since he was so ill yesterday. So Yeah. But, if you need plumbing, call Woods Comfort Systems. Yes, that's right. If you, need, if you need an injection in your neck, probably don't call them. No, they're not probably going to do the kind of job that that I had done the last time. I need to have this fixed. Mm, someone on the code of text line, 512-222-9328, sends a Moon River text and then asks, oh, are they no, at least no. taking you out to dinner? First? No, they're not, they're not going that direction. This is not that. How many... Although, Jelly finger or jelly fingers for you no, at your age? No, no, no. I'm a fister, so don't you dare. Oh, run. God. <laughs> so, no. You do it or they Mr. do it to Mr. you? Mr. Fister. Oh. Here comes Mr. Fister. How well do you know her? Fister. <laughs> I know everybody in the facility. God. Uh, I've only had that done once. That was uh, uh, that was my... You only had fisting done once? No, no. I haven't had the jelly, jelly finger treatment. Uh, that was about two years ago, and that was a prostate deal that I that was surprised me. I, that was a that was an attack on me. I didn't realize that was coming that day. And I'm like, really? What kind of coming are you talking about now? I'm just I saying, think. don't you don't you want to know how I've been this morning? Why would you Why would you say we need to do that now? I need a I need a fair warning, you know. Uh they don't want to give you that warning. They just want to like surprise it. I get surprise attack. But no, I'm I'm good there. Everything's good. All those those parts are good. We had that. I had a um, colonoscopy lately. You know, I'm the guy who says, you know, this is it. This is my last one. My next one will be my last one, I believe. So I will be probably 70 when I do that. There will be no more after that. Only death from that point on, okay? Yeah. Although that's yeah. nothing. You get, you get knocked out. It's like... You know, if you went to Eckerd and you said, I need an IV sedation, you get a colonoscopy, you don't know anything, except for you are in that room with all those people standing around you, and they're probably giggling, giggling like, who's going to pick up the skirt first and see what's going on there? <laughs> because they're going to turn you over on your side eventually. You know that, right? Yeah. You're going sideways. Thankfully, I have not had to do that yet. And I... Well, hopefully, hope, well, you'll eventually have to do it, but... yeah. If you have no history and all that other stuff, that's a great thing. I don't have history, but, and I didn't have anything going on the last time, so we're all good. There we go. All right. Good luck with uh, getting fisted later. Oh, today. Mr. Here, it's Mr. Fister coming again. Oh, that is so gross. All right. I've got, I've got an important question for you. And this is a question for you. This is a question for everyone tuned in on YouTube, on Facebook, okay. on Twitter, and all of those listening on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Make sure you download that bad boy if you haven't done so yet. And this, you might have an answer immediately. You might have to think about this one for a second before you answer. You might think you have an answer, but then after you start thinking for a little bit, you might want to change your answer. Okay. Or you might uh, need some time at first and then realize, no, this is actually a pretty easy question. But I think this could spark a good debate on the show this morning between you and me and uh, Longhorn fans everywhere who are tuned in to Texas Sports Unfiltered on a Friday. I'm going to pull up the 2024 schedule for the Texas football team. You've got all 12 regular season games on your screen right now, okay. like Steve Harvey here. The top 12 answers are on the board. 
If you had to pick one game for Texas to win next season, just one game, I'm not saying they go 1-11 and and this is the only game, but you get to pick the one game, like the most important game for you, Bucky Godbolt, that the Texas Longhorns have to win when we get to the fall. What game is that? The last game on the schedule. You're going with the Aggies? Yes. Okay. I'll zoom in a little bit. Why is Texas A&M your answer? Uh, because you always have to beat them. That's that is that's the biggest rival on your schedule right there is Texas. I don't care if you haven't played them in 15 years, 20 years, 60 years. If they're on your schedule, you have to win that game in any sport. I know those are those will say Oklahoma, they beat you last year. That's right. You won the Big 12 championship last year despite them beating you. But the biggest game, I mean, to me, it's between Texas A&M and Georgia. Okay. I mean, it would, be, it would be more of a game that I'd like to win. You know what I mean? Most important game. You get to pick Most one. Game is you can't lose that game at the end of the year. Okay. Because the end of the year, will, it, will, it will cost you if you lose that game. Well, they all cost you in this yeah, sport. But that one at the bottom there will really cost you. Uh, yeah, that one would sting. That would sting in a lot of different ways. Right. And in your playoff hopes and everything else probably. So yeah. now that's the one to me. You consider A&M a bigger rival than Oklahoma? Always have. Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. My play, playing, playing against my little brother is always a bigger rival than playing somebody from some cheating state. Yes. Cheating sure. state. Yeah. Well, Michigan's in week two. You got oh, the cheaters. Oh, the other two. cheaters. I mean, the other ones, the, the land thieves. The T-shirt boys? They're the T-shirt boys, yes. Mm-hmm. That's A&M is always a bigger rivalry to me. Okay. I know for others that have been here way more than the 30 years that I've been here, they'll say Oklahoma. But to me, always the Aggies. Look at those ticket prices, too. This is a courtesy of ESPN, as y'all can tell if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, as low as 529 bucks right now to get into Kyle Field for that Longhorn Aggie wow. game on the last day of November. Of course, that's the regular season finale. Dude, that game is going to be out of this world. Oh, my God. Like, I would love to be there, but that's one Good. of those. You got to know somebody to get in. Right? People will be hanging over the rails. You just want to be on near the facility that day. Mm, no, I don't want to watch it in College Station, but not inside Aggieland. No, I don't care to go in that stadium. Last time I was in that stadium, <clears throat> they had this. I had this little tag that they wanted me to wear, and it, it said Texas A and M on it. Mm. And I chose not to be in there. I said no thanks. I was. I had a field pass. Yeah. But it was. It was. It was. Um, it was Aggie colored, and they said you got to wear wear this to be on the field. And I said no thanks. I'll go back up in the press box. That's awesome. I said, no, you you guys want to stay here and watch the game? That's fine. I said, but I'm not putting that on over the top of what I'm wearing to be on the sideline. I go in the press box. I don't wear those colors. I don't wear them. I don't I don't drive a car. I've turned down cars in recruiting when that was the only car they had left at the at the car place. Hmm. I said, no thanks. I'll go to another car dealership or whatever it is when I was recruiting because I wouldn't I wouldn't show up in that color. It's a pretty ugly color, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, I guess to me it is. I don't, I don't know. I see it. People actually have those in their driveways and stuff. Yeah. And my, my wife likes that color. And she said, dude, it's just, she goes, it's part of the colors at your Boston college. I said, you don't see me running around with a bunch of Boston college colors on too, because it has that, that Aggie burnt, whatever, whatever it is that they wear. I, I just don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm biased because I grew up in a Longhorn household and obviously went to and graduated from the University of Texas. But I think that color would be gross even if I wasn't such a big Longhorn fan. Like, I just right. think it's an ugly color, you know? And then on top of it, yeah, uh, your biggest rival or one of your biggest rivals has that as their color. And it's, uh, yeah, salt in the wound, twisting the knife even more to make it even uglier. So yeah. that's good for you. I mean, I think I would have put that field pass on, but I would have, like, I would have stuck it under the shirt so nobody could have seen it, you know? I just said, no, the lady handed it to me. Yeah. Goes, In order to get over here, you have to put this on. And I took I, I put it over my head and I put it, took it off and I handed it back to her. I said, I'm going to go to the press box. I said, I won't wear that color. Mm, good for you. She, right. looked at me, she looked at me like, oh, you're too good to wear this? And I said, yes, I am. Yep. I'm out of here. I'll go way upstairs instead. I mean, did, I mean, what do you think? I mean... That Arkansas game could mean a lot too, but that's three weeks before. No, that the Aggie game is going to come down to that's going to mean something. Every game, every game means something, right? And I think I think we learned this past season that it's better to lose earlier in the year than later in the year. Like look at Georgia. Georgia was clearly a top four team in college football all season long, but they lost in the conference championship. Yes, the last game that they played, and the quote-unquote regular season they yes. lost and that's what kept them out of the playoff and no. people were upset on them because some of the games were closer than they than they thought they should be i mean winning the game is hard enough but oh no you didn't win by two touchdowns you just you won by seven points you won by 10 points that's not enough you're too good for that i'm like damn we won the game but yeah. for georgia and then to lose that game at the end that's that's that wasn't good enough for them so yeah every game's important but for me that aggie game playing texas a&m again is and plus, it's so much fun. I mean, the one playing against Oklahoma is just, it's just bitter and stupid. And, oh, that game is know, so much fun. The one against the Aggies is great. I mean, that's that's a year of hold your breath because you're talking about holding on to that win for a year. You know, Texas has been holding on to their win for years and years and years since playing the Aggies the last time. Right. You know, I tend to forget about the, the Oklahoma game almost just the, the week before you go back there and play them again you know before that that trip up to the to the fairgrounds the aggie game you never you're never forgetting the last one it's yeah, just not well, gonna happen right well it won't be the last one anymore so no. obviously the 2011 game has carried some extra weight because it's wow. been 13 years since the teams have played each other so uh, Texas has obviously dominated that rivalry, but also finding a way to win what we thought was maybe the last ever matchup between the two sides in College Station. Yeah, that's huge. And Texas fans have bragged about that game in particular to Aggie fans for the last decade plus. And so, they get the they get the great opportunity because they got the last game was there and they're getting the first of the rivalry back there. I mean, yeah. people are feeling that's just somebody feeling sorry for them. That's not fair, but they are. That's just, oh, we feel sorry for you. Well, that's the SEC, right? That's the yeah, SEC throwing A&M there. a bone. Yeah, of course. Look, A&M did not want Texas in the SEC. That is well documented at this point. Uh, but the SEC is like, screw you guys. They're Texas. We're bringing them in. And they're also like, all right, we'll throw you a bone. You guys have been in this conference for a while. They're the newcomers. We yeah, will that's them, the bone right there, yes. Yeah, we will make them come to you for the first game. So, uh, look, I mean, this game, obviously, it's going to mean a lot. It's the first time, once again, 13 years that these two sides have played. But it won't be as important as that 2011 game because, okay, if you lose it, the good news is you get to play them next year. There's right. not like an uncertainty for, oh, my God, will these schools ever play again? And if they do, when is that game going to be? 
Like, yeah, of course it would suck to lose for either side. You never want to lose to a rival. You never want to lose any game. But, uh, yeah, you won't have that, like, long layoff before you'll have the next opportunity to beat them again. So this one will be a little bit different for sure. Yeah, there's that little stretch there with Georgia, Vandy, Florida. I mean, there's some there's some games in there that you're going to be favored in, and their expectations are you're going to win those games. And, and there's some of them that are that are tough. You know, there, there's some tough games. Arkansas will always be tough. Sure. Yeah, I think I think uh, going back to the original question, like if you could pick one game for Texas to win in 2024, I think there are four answers that make sense. Mm-hmm. I think Michigan in week yeah. two makes a lot of sense. That's one that we have not talked about yet, right? I mean, that's going on the road to one of the most historic venues in the sport against the defending champs, and you've got the chance to beat them in their house and make a yeah. statement that early in the year we saw what that did for texas this past season right going on the road to alabama and winning like that was a massive win for texas and it was the win that ultimately got them into the college football playoff so you've got something similar in that regard in week two with michigan that's one and i think the other three or three games that you talked about i think it's oklahoma i think it's georgia and i think it's texas a&m like i think you could make strong cases for all four of those games. Of course, you want to win all four. Hell, you want to win all 12 that uh, we're looking at right now. But those four, to me, feel like the biggest ones. Uh, I will go I will go with Georgia as the game that I want to win the most next season. Now, don't take that as, oh, I'm cool with losing to Oklahoma and a and I'm not. But you talk about making a statement. Like, Georgia's going to be the number one team in the land to start the year. And I would be very surprised if they have a loss by the time October 19th comes around and sure. they're playing in Austin. So that could be, I mean, if Texas beats OU and if Texas beats Michigan, like if Texas is unbeaten, that's number one versus number two. That's huge. Easily, yes. When you beat that team, you know, a team that's won two of the last three national championships in the sport, the team with the best coach in college football, the team that has kind of become the new Alabama in recent years in college football, if you beat them in your first year in the SEC, and you could say that, oh, in back-to-back years, we won at Nick Saban and beat Kirby Smart in two straight seasons. That's the one right there. I mean, I think everybody already thinks that Texas is quote-unquote back because they you know, they won the conference and played in the college football playoff and beat Alabama this past season. But you, all of a sudden, you beat Georgia. Yeah, but you'll be on a hell of a bummer if then you were to lose that last game to Texas A&M. Because, yeah, uh, yeah you'll be able to throw out a lot of excuses. Oh, we're, you know, we've, we're played out. We're, we're in this. We're in that. Boy, but that last game could cost you some things. If you're if you beat Georgia, if you beat Georgia, Oklahoma, and Michigan, I mean, you're going to be 11 and 0. In that last game, it's going to cost you pride. You're going to be pissed. You might lose to like a five and six A and M team because I don't know what they're going to be with Mike Elko in his first year. But you know, if you win all of those other games, that last game ain't going to cost you much more than pride. You still go into the SEC title game more than likely, sure. and with the 12 team playoff, you're you're still going to make it. So, yeah, once again, I think you don't want to lose any of these. I, you can make a strong case that A&M is the answer, and I think uh, the majority of YouTube comments and texts that we've gotten agree with you that A&M is the one game that Texas fans would choose to win if they could only choose one this year. But I'm going to go with UGA, man. That's that one right there. Yeah, that's that would have been, been, been my third uh, besides Oklahoma because that's – I don't like back-to-back losses to that group, even though you won a championship. Back-to-backers with yeah. Oklahoma, no thanks, because you, you're going to see them every year. Yeah, that one that one stung, obviously. Yeah, it yeah. stung, but you know what? 
didn't sting quite as bad when you're up back up in up in Arlington at the end of the season. Right. Yeah. And they, were, uh, they were headed to the Alamo Bowl. I think most Texas fans would have relished the opportunity to get a rematch against Oklahoma, but unfortunately, you know, Texas fears Oklahoma, Oklahoma fears Oklahoma State and Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and God, I guess. I can't remember exactly what those shirts said. But, yeah, unfortunately, OU ducked us. They don't want to play us again because they knew they weren't going to win a round two if there was a round two. So they're like, ah, we'll just go ahead and lose to Kansas. You know, we gave all these Texas fans grief forever for losing to Kansas, but we'll go ahead and do that. And we'll also lose to, you know, our second biggest rival and the last time we ever play them. So nice going there, OU. Losing to Oklahoma State, that that's got to sting for Sooners fans because they have dominated. You think Texas has owned A and M? Look at the Bedlam record. What OU's done to Oki Light oh, yeah. over the last century plus. Like Oklahoma, any Oklahoma State fan that talks trash to me to an OU fan sounds like an idiot. But they will always have that last ever game. Right? Yes, maybe, they will. Maybe it'll be like Texas and A and M. Well, they'll play down the road. They probably will, but no matchup in sight. And OSU fans get to brag about winning. Uh, the last one that was played at least. Yeah, that's I don't think that's gonna last as long as the the you know the 13 years of Texas and Texas AM haven't played. I think the state will come in and step in and say, no, we need that game. Somehow we need to do this for the state. I think they will. There's not much to be prideful about that state. Hmm. That game is a big deal to them. And they're not gonna wait 13 years. They're not gonna mess around and not get it done. Um, yeah, now, this, this one right here with Texas A&M could have gone on forever and never been played. And there were a bunch of people that have been satisfied with that. I, so. I don't know. The University of Arizona Online brings a top-ranked education to you. Choose from 150-plus programs, learn from the same faculty, and earn the same degree as on-campus students. Apply today and make your tomorrow amazing. Fans, it's like really just kind of what the pride is the pride is too much see you're not you're yeah that i mean you're not on twitter man like these these it's too much it's just it's it's too much it's too much it's too much of the fake hate you know so you're saying this game does or doesn't need to be i think this game always needs to be okay okay yeah always always it has always needed to be should have never gone away oh my god i mean the the hate and you can call it fake hate but i think it's still real hate i mean between texas and texas a&m is still real just you're not on Twitter. Good for you. I wish I wasn't on Twitter. But my God, like every single day you have Longhorn fans and Aggie fans going at each other. Like for no reason. But it just never stops. And to the point where I've actually, you can mute words on Twitter so they don't show up on your feed. Like you can mute people, you can mute accounts, and you can really? also mute words. I've muted the word Aggie. I've muted Texas A&M. I've muted all that stuff. So I don't have to see the stupid-ass back and forth between Longhorns and Aggies on social media. Yeah, I just think that game should, it should be, period. It always should have been. Yes. Yeah, you never know? should have left. Like, credit to Washington right. and Washington State. They're going to keep playing. Yes. Uh, like, that's – even if you're in a different conference, you see Florida and Florida State play every year. You see Georgia and Georgia Tech play every year. You see Clemson and South Carolina play every yep. year. Like, the game never should have gone away. Never should have gone away. And if for some reason – you know, Texas and Texas A&M are not in the same conference at some point down the road again. Yeah. Guess what? The game should not go away. It should not go away. So, The uh, others have learned to really, I mean, over the 13 years, have grown to make this Oklahoma game the big rival game. I mean, it, 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 there's no other. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the Oklahoma game has generally been a higher stakes game because mm-hmm. OU's, 
obviously been historically a lot better than Texas A&M. And you think about it, at least for me growing up, with Mac versus Stoops, I mean, you had Big 12 title and sometimes national title game implications when that game was going on. Didn't really have that that often with Texas and Texas A&M. Now, you obviously had games that Texas had to beat A&M in to get to a conference title or to get to a national championship. But the, the OU game is generally higher stakes. But obviously the A&M game, it being on Thanksgiving for as long as it was, being that last game of the year, like that's uh, it's, that's carried weight. I, I do wonder, like, if you surveyed 1,000 Longhorn fans and you asked them who's the biggest rival that Texas has, what would they say? I think it would be close. I think it would be. Like, I think, I think in 2011, I think more people would have picked Oklahoma. But I think just because of the long layoff of this game, like, I, I think it would be close right now. Yeah, I think I think it would be pretty close. I really, yeah. I really do. I just I, I like the fact that it's two Texas teams playing each other, sure. and, the, and the the history of these two teams playing against each other, and for the players, believe me, for the players, they could. I mean, it's nice to play against Oklahoma, but they want to play against their their buddies that end up going to Texas A and M. They just do. I mean, it's it's a family affair, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it really is a family affair with a lot of fans too, because. Think about it, like Thanksgiving weekend, you got oh, yeah. all sorts of family that you're hanging out with and all kinds of houses divided, right? I mean, Longhorn fans, Aggie fans, my family's like 95% Longhorn fans of the two, but we got a few Aggies uh, lurking in the extended family. So the trash talk around Thanksgiving time is always, always. Well, and, and, and some of it, you know, you know, the traditions, you know, it. I thought that when, when Texas A&M, lost some of their their students in the bonfire. I thought Texas came to them as a as a as a friend, as a brother. And you know, with Mac Brown and, and and the way they treated that whole situation, it was it, it the the rivalry was about friendship. It was about, you know, we are here in the same state. You know, we we you know there's a lot that we do that are are very simple some things that we do are similar. And you know, and coming together during that tragedy I thought was was really really special, and and th- those things, whether it's tragedy or whether it's whether it's hope, it's just you you miss that camaraderie in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. You, I I do I do I did as a coach. I I just thought that that was the greatest. The Oklahoma game to me, going there to to the fairgrounds, that's just a that was like, almost like a change of pace. You know, you get to hate a different state, but when you're playing Texas A&M, whether it's home on a on Thanksgiving, the the lone game on Thanksgiving evening. It was great to me as a coach. I thought I thought the players were way more into it than they were for the Oklahoma game. Really? Yeah, I, I really did. As as coach and, and watching the players in preparation for that game, it was like <clears throat> it was almost like a life or death thing. You've got to beat the Aggies. You can't. You know, you're, there are going to be times you're going to lose to Oklahoma. You hated to lose to them, but there'll be times that you didn't get it done on a neutral field. But no matter where you played Texas A&M, that was a must win. You had to win those games. Good. I mean, I was on my share of both ends of that deal. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you have a favorite Lone Star showdown memory from your time? When we beat them and I was, you know, being dragged off the field, holding on to Ricky's jersey when when their people were stomping, when Texas fans stormed their field, their sacred field or whatever, where the dog is buried, whatever other bullshit that was. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was, that was a scene. That was mayhem. That was Total mayhem. I've never been around anything like that. You know what I mean? That was like a real live riot. Was that 95? Yeah, and people getting booted in the face. Dudes were kicking women and stuff. I mean, it was oh. crazy. 
kicking pulling, women. Pulling out their swords and deal. I mean, it was like, damn. I didn't realize Kareem Hunt played at AM. It was nuts. It was, I couldn't, I was holding on. I mean, I was being, Ricky was just flying across that field. And I was going across boots and legs and arms. I was holding, I wouldn't let that jersey go, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, man. All right, we'll keep the uh, we'll get back into this conversation, but I think it's an interesting one. We'd love to get y'all's thoughts on the uh, code of text line 512-222-9328 and also on uh, the YouTube comment line as well. If you could pick one for some game. reason, BK, I would love to build a rivalry. I don't think it'll ever I don't know if it'll ever happen. I would love for, you know, Texas will always have one with Arkansas. So uh, Georgia, ooh, that's going to be tough because you're not always going to be as good as they are. But Florida is one. I wonder how that thing would build. How do you build a, a rivalry with Florida? They're, they haven't been good. No, they haven't been, but, you know, they are a very historic program. Yeah. I mean, they're a blue blood program in college football. But, yeah, the last few years have been rough. And, you know, Texas hosts Florida on November 9th. Uh, I do wonder if Florida will have a new coach by the time that game rolls around. Could be. Bill right? Napier, I mean, a lot of people thought he should have been fired after this season. They're giving him another year to try to get things right in Gainesville. But, uh, yeah, if, things, if Florida gets off to a bad start, and that's, what, the eighth or ninth game of the year, there could be a coaching change made. So, uh, yeah, look, we don't, we don't know what the SEC is going to look like beyond this year. Right? Do they go to divisions? Do they go to pods? We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I can't imagine Texas and Florida are going to play every year. Like, we, we, we probably know that Texas and OU are going to play every year. They better play every year. We probably know that Texas and Texas A&M are going to play every year. Right. And I, I would assume that Texas and Arkansas are going to play every year. Like th those to me are three games that have to happen every single season. And I think the SEC will get it right. They'll make sure that Texas plays, you know, it's three biggest conference rivals every single year. Yeah. I outside don't care. outside I don't, of that though, like I, no, I don't I, care to play Kentucky every year. No, no. Like you won't get Georgia every year. You won't get Florida, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Mississippi state. Like, it's just not going to happen. So and they'll probably want, go to a nine game. You want Bama to get on your schedule somehow again, though. Yeah, of course. No, of course. I mean, it'll it'll rotate like the way it always has. Um, once again, we'll we'll see. We'll get an official announcement. I think we know for sure that the SEC is going to a nine game conference schedule in a couple of years. This coming season, it's only eight. That's why Texas has four non conference games instead of the three that they've usually had. So you will get you know an extra SEC game, but still, it'll it'll be rotating. It's a big conference. You got a lot of teams you're going to have to play. So, like, it, enjoy Georgia. If you can get yeah. to that Georgia game, get to that game because it might oh be four or five years before Texas hosts Georgia again, maybe even longer than that. Like, the next time you play them will be in Athens, maybe two years, maybe three years. Who knows? Yeah, you're It'll right. Be a while. It'll be a while before uh, you get them at DKR again. So, yeah, that's going to yeah. be, be quite a scene here in Austin, Texas. Oh my God! The Georgia fans are going to come strong. That'll be that'll be, and Florida's fans will come strong too. There there will be some wonderful colors hanging out here, but not like Georgia fans. That'll be that'll be ridiculous. Wonderful colors. Yeah, I mean, you know, only if we could just throw if we could get Texas State in there, maybe get rid of you know after Michigan's going to done for one year, throw Texas State in there. Oh, oh that's right. That's you don't want to play. Hey, you don't want to play them. No, you don't want to play them. Right. I tell you all the time, I would happily kick Texas State's ass every year. And you're the one who's like, uh-oh, scared. Did you see what happened in Waco? Or what's wrong with you? What do you mean every year? You don't be messing with them every year. I Yes, I did see what Texas did to Baylor in Waco this year. <laughs> man. We kicked their ass. No, I mean, Texas State had a great season, but come on, man. 
you're saying replace. So no more big non-conference games. We want Texas State as the big non-con. Give them a little money. Let's play oh. home and let's play home and home. Oh my God! You, you try. I mean, I, I like the square. I wouldn't hate going to San Marcos, but no chance that Texas is playing at Bobcat Stadium anytime Come on, soon. man. Little, we do that little, in baseball. We'll, we'll throw them the bone in baseball. A hey, little roadie. little roadie. No, they want to play Texas. Down the road. Think, Come on, man. You come up there. I'm not worried about them like you are. I think you pick Texas State to beat Texas if they ever played. Oof. No, Oof. That guy, by that time, by they get when they get to be that good, they won't have the same head coach. He'll be gone. No, they won't. I'm curious what Texas State's going to look like because they lost – their quarterback, and then the guy that they thought they were getting to replace their quarterback had a, I think, sexual See, assault You got charge. that interest. You know them. You know them better than you know UTSA. Uh, Frank, the no. Frank is gone. Well, yeah, that's true. I have no idea who's quarterbacking UTSA now that uh, that 48-year-old Frank Harris <laughs> is no longer with them or with us. So, I might have a sister going to UTSA next year. There you so go. I'll, I'll have to know a little bit about the uh, the Roadrunners. Birds up, as they say. Hey, still playing down in the Alamo Dome. Keeping yes, the Alamo indeed. Dome alive. All right. We'll get back into this conversation. Keep the text coming. Uh, keep the YouTube comments coming as well. We've got some Texas basketball to talk about. Big game for the Longhorns on the hardwood tomorrow. And uh, plenty of other stories to get into. But first, some shout-outs to some sponsors. Our good friends at Texas Orthopedics. And now if you're seeking specialized uh, patient-focused orthopedic care, contact the experts and our friends at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians offer surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adult, of course, sports medicine, spinal care, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. Say hello to Dr. Christopher Danny and Dr. Christopher Stockton. They are dedicated orthopedic surgeons. Their goal is to get you back into good health of course, give you that great quality of life that you deserve. Texas Orthopedics is the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out Texas Orthopedics. Also, shout out to 7-Eleven. I don't think they have 7-Eleven in Galveston, where I am right now. What? We got to get a sheesh on that. Heck yeah. That's an easy commute, a sheesh. Just go check on your three Austin stores and then go check on the Galveston one. Oh, yeah, that's great. Come down to the island, brother. Shout out to Ashi. Shout out to Wendy. Shout out to 7-Eleven. We love 7-Eleven. You and I, big-time customers. Mm -hmm. You get our snacks. You get the little Debbies. You get the newspaper. I get the rollers. I get the Slurpees. Y'all know what they have at 7-Eleven. You don't need me to tell you. But just go. Fuel up for your weekend. Fuel up your car. Fuel up your body. Fuel up everything at 7-Eleven. And make sure you download that 7-Eleven app to cash in on the 7 Rewards program that they have going on. Also, shout out to SendTextTickets.com. There you go. Hey, it's a road game for Texas basketball tomorrow, but it's not a far trip if you want to go watch the Longhorns play. They've got tickets to the Texas at TCU basketball game in Fort Worth tomorrow if you want to be there. Or if you want to wait till the Horns get back in Austin, they've got you covered. Men's, women's basketball tickets, any sporting event all year round. And, of course, it's concert tickets as well. The Eagles in town at the Mood tonight and tomorrow night. If you want uh, to grab a couple of seats for that 48th farewell tour. Yeah. For you. The last one, allegedly. At SendTextTickets.com. Local. We'll shout out to our friends over at the Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill and, and their support that uh, they gave us this year, especially as a travel partner, BK. Sure. And as one of our, of our partners in the pregame show, 
Join them for happy hour, of course, dinner and their famous buffet brunch on Sundays. Moonshine is the place to book special events. And we love the downstairs area, which we booked up for the Christmas, our Christmas dinner. And they were absolutely fantastic. And then Chuck and Larry, thank you. We'll see you in 2024, we are hoping. And you should head on to Moonshine Patio Bar and Grill. Take your parents, no, have your parents take you. There you the go. Sunday brunch. It's fabulous. Yeah. College students, if you're tuned in this morning, it's the right yeah. Get your parents to take you to moonshine. I like that thought right there. Okay, Buck, let's uh, talk some Texas basketball, shall we? Okay. Now, earlier this week, you said this matchup against TCU tomorrow is one that you think Texas has to win. Yes. <clears throat> you still feeling good about that? Did you not see the moral victory we had, victory we had last week? Are you missing out on that that almost win in overtime? I was in attendance at that almost win against Houston the other now, night. That is a moral victory, and that feels good for the Longhorns. They should come out tomorrow and destroy TCU there. Des- destroy TCU? At least an eight-point win. Do you know how good TCU is? Not any good. It's TCU basketball. <sighs> Say that about Texas basketball most years. You'd be right. Uh, TCU is ranked in the top 25, mind you. What TCU. twenty? What twenty number are they at? Number twenty-five. Oh, okay. What number is Texas right now? But now nah, they, they don't nobody. They haven't played since the moral victory. Okay, I guess that's true. They're not going to be ranked after a loss if they weren't ranked before the loss. Sorry to break that news for you. Uh, TCU is ranked ahead of Texas in Ken Palm as well, and and TCU's good. They've only lost one game at home this year. And that was by one point to Iowa State. Here's who they've beaten at home this season in Big 12 play. Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and Houston. So right now, Houston and Texas Tech are tied atop the Big 12 conference. And TCU has beaten both of those teams in Fort Worth this season. Texas only lost to Houston by four. Texas only lost to Houston by four. Yes, indeed. They lost to Texas Tech at home by double digits. 104. They lost both of those games at home. TCU beat both of those teams at home. Uh, And they also beat a good Oklahoma team. Texas went on the road and beat Oklahoma, but Oklahoma's a ranked team. So, look, TCU is battle-tested, and they are one of the top teams in this conference right now. They are 5-3, and a game out of first place. Of course, Texas is 3-5 and right now in the Big 12. I haven't seen a Vegas line for this, but Ken Palm does have this as a uh, five-point TCU victory. Yeah, I got it flipped around, Ken. You're saying Texas. <laughs> you're saying Texas by five. Yeah, five to eight point win. Yeah, at Schulmeyer tomorrow. Okay, uh, that makes one of us. I do not feel great about this game at all. It is tough to win on the road in this league. Uh, I guess except if you're playing in Austin this season. Uh, but TCU. Here's what scares me the most about TCU. They are a top twenty offensive rebounding team in college. Oh basketball. boy. <clears throat> and Texas has been getting worked on the glass you talk about that houston game yes it was close yes texas forced overtime and they played right with the top five team until the very end what was the difference in that game they went in the loss rebounding yeah i mean houston dominated the offensive glass and they dominated texas in second chance points uh tcu has been doing that to teams all season long nobody scraps like the cougars though well tcu beat the cougars don't forget that. Early, early, early. Don't worry about early. that. 
Come on, man. last month. You got to believe in what's about to happen to them on that nasty that nasty quarter there is all those, <laughs> burned, all those burn marks and stuff. You don't like the, uh, the clouds the, or whatever the hell that is. I think it's supposed to be like, uh, you know, nobody like knows. Is that what that is? The spots on the back of the frog or something? I think that's, I think that's the goal. I think that's what they were looking for. Wow. Let me see if I can find like I mean, a, that place in Oregon. Those are the two worst home courts. Oh, yeah, Oregon with all the trees and shit on there. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, that one doesn't make any sense. There's all sorts of random letters. So here's the, I guess this is a picture of a women's game. Don't say we don't talk women's sports on this show. We're doing it right now. That's the court. Yeah, that's what you're uh, you're looking at with TCU. Well, not a great crowd in attendance for TCU, K-State women's. You need to pick that up. Title yeah. nine, you need to pick that up a little bit. Yeah, come on, TCU fans. You don't care about women? Goodness gracious. Starting to turn into Baylor over there. So there's the court. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a weird bit, dude. Yeah, I'm a bits guy, but do we need that? No, we don't need that. Diamond shaped, different colors. Then obviously in the paint, you've got different colors inside there too, with the purple and the black. I don't know. That's that's almost like the that's almost like the NFL in the slime deal oh. that they do. No, I'm not down with that. Oh, you're not going to watch the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon this year? No, that doesn't that does zero for me. Zero minus zero, you get zero. That I have not that is that is so silly. Hey kids, you take Saturday morning, leave my Sunday Super Bowl alone. Don't be sliming my players in the end zone. Nobody think, does anybody really watch that? Well, I think this is the first year they're putting the Super Bowl on Nick. Like the past couple of years, they've put a wild card playoff game on Nick. And obviously, you could watch the regular broadcast as well. But they've put a kid. All the adults for that particular game, please, just once a year. But this year, the Super Bowl is the playoff game that the NFL chose to put on Nick. And you've got SpongeBob and Patrick performing. The infamous yet so famous Bubble Bowl halftime show from one of the greatest shows of all time, SpongeBob SquarePants, will be performed at halftime of Chiefs 49ers next Sunday. So I thought I was going to be locked into Usher. But what? I'm going to be flipping over to Nickelodeon for that halftime show. Yep. No. Now, CB's saying it's before the Super Bowl. I thought it was halftime, CB. Halftime. Like, they Taylor play that. Swift. No, T-Swift ain't going out there. She's coming. She'll be on stage. Watch. Wait till you see her in the background. She'll be there. They might show her in the box singing an Usher song to make Usher look better. She's coming down there. No chance. God, I'll put any amount of money on that with you. That is going to be the easiest money I've ever seen right there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, no, if if SpongeBob's halftime show is on during Usher's, then Usher's career is over because no one's going to be watching that. But if SpongeBob's is before, then... uh, Usher's got a chance. Yeah, to keep his career and to make sure people actually watch. Uh, so you're not as fan I of the slime. That old. Am, I, am I going with Usher being about 40? I bet he's above 40. Yeah, 40, 45. 40, 45, I was going to say 43. He's 45 years old. 45 years young. Born in Dallas, Texas. The more you Yeah. Know. Yeah, why can't, I mean, if Taylor said, hey, do you mind if I come down here and we do a duet, just a quick duet? You know, we can do this. I will go over the song and stuff. If I'm him, I'm, I'm going, would you go no? 
Um, I would go no. Would you would say, no. oh, this is my time? Yeah. No, it's not. No, come no. on. Dude, she would what? steal the stage, and nobody would be talking about Usher. They would all be talking about Taylor Swift, even if she was on for 30 seconds of a 15-minute performance. I mean, think about how it goes right now. People complain so much about how often Taylor Swift is on TV. She's on for 30 seconds of a three-hour football game. And that's still like the biggest story of a lot of these games. Yeah, it was weird. She was only shown a total of about 40 seconds. And people complain. If she's on for, you know, a halftime show for a minute, two minutes, four minutes for a full song of a 15-minute set, that's all everyone's going to be talking about. And Usher's going to get no love. That guy's going to get money love. because He's already getting paid. He's getting paid regardless. I know. Actually, I, I don't think they do get paid. I'm sorry. No, I don't think yeah. performers get paid. They just get the stage, and that's their... Then their next over. album becomes Out of This World. And yeah. him doing a duet with Taylor is money in his bank. Oh. He's got to think about his bank. Don't, don't, don't let your... Don't, don't worry about your, yourself and, oh, this is going to hurt. This is not going to hurt your career whatsoever. Oh. All this does is boost, boost your 45-year-old career. You know who's more likely to say no? And I just told you that Usher would say no, but Taylor Swift is more likely to say no to that than Usher. Because she's yeah. already turned down the Super Bowl before. She doesn't want to do it. And her man's playing in the game. She's going to be nervous. And she's doing a show in Tokyo the day before. She's going to be tired. She don't want to deal with that. She does one not want to deal with that. It's one song. It's one, it's, it's one thing. That's all. She's not having to put on a huge, massive performance. She doesn't have to work this out for for five hours this doesn't have to be a five-hour deal this can be it's oh, gonna be she can't just go on there when they've got a whole choreographed set and then just she's doing on. that while she's on the flight to tokyo dude <laughs> you're already doing that standing up in the and, uh and in the the AI, all that ai stuff that they got going on come on what does that mean you're gonna there's gonna be ai yeah, they're doing it. Their chore that choreograph deal is being done while she's on the plane, on her way. You're gonna be so. You're gonna be so like. You're not only a great weather guesser. You're an entertainment tonight guy. That's who I'll be after this. God, you're making my head hurt right now, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> dude. No chance. There is no. And think about it. Like, what's you're looking like forward to square pants, Sponge Bobby, or or slime <laughs> monster, or whatever that is. And plus, I'm looking at you right now, and behind your your right shoulder over there, to my right, is Pikachu. Where are you at? Are you at Disney World now, or what the hell is that thing? That's Pikachu from Pokemon. What is Pikachu? He's one of the little creatures there that runs around looking for Pokemon. Pikachu? Pikachu, that's him right there, right? That blue thing. Not even close. Pikachu is a Pokemon. But look at that's That's who that is there. You believe that's who that is, right? No, I don't. Because I, I watched Pokemon as a kid, so I, I know for a fact that is not a Pikachu. Now, I don't know what that is. I can't, I can't tell you if that's... I don't think that's a different Pokemon. But here's what Pikachu looks like. You're getting, you know... You see you're the sure blue... Look, that looks just like Pikachu in the background there. I don't know, man. You're thinking... The, the, little, the one at your house has gained a little weight. You're getting your yellow and blue confused like the Jardians commercial. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a case of uh, Pikachu changing outfits to look from 
uh, to go from looking hey. like a banana to a blueberry. This is no, Pikachu doesn't change outfits. Uh, it's not really an outfit. That's just that's just kind of how Pikachu is. How is his skin? Yeah, I believe so. Half bunny, half squirrel. I don't know what that is. I'm in like my sister's office slash playroom. She's gonna get mad if I like show the whole room, but she's got she's in like the percussion. Oh. We lost me. You can hear me still, can't you? Yeah, I got you. Oh, well, maybe that's what I get for trying to mess with Pikachu. To mess with Pikachu. All right, we're gonna unplug the camera here, but y'all can still hear me. I'm a radio I've never got any of that stuff. I never, I never hunted for Pokemon. I was, I was way too old. Remember, I only played pinball. That was it for me. You I, did didn't get play pinball. I didn't get to trying to find where Pokemon lived or whatever it was. There we go. Uh, yeah, I was Pokemon around when you were a kid? No chance. I wasn't. I wasn't a kid. I was a grown adult with like four kids. I believe I had four kids. Yes, already. It's good to know that you know how many kids that you have. Yeah, I went back to my hometown of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and people were like hiding in the like the rose garden. People were looking for stuff. I'm like, what the hell are you looking for? Get the hell out of my rose garden! <laughs> hiding in the roses and stuff, looking uh, for. Pokemon. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah. The Pokemon Go. That was just a few years ago. That wasn't when your kids were kids. That was like, dude, that like was COVID. You're going to, no. It was yeah. way, it was before that. No, maybe people were just walking around back in the day, but there was an app on the smartphone, which that wasn't around when your kids were kids. And it was, yeah, called Pokemon Go. I'm going to say, BK, that had to be almost 10 years ago. Almost. Oh, well, I am the Micah says 2016. So you're right. That was a long time ago, man. That, your kids, your kids were still not kids. That wasn't when your kids were kids. No, that I mean, no, they my kids didn't mess with that stuff. My kids were oh, like okay. grownups then. Still, I mean, this this was just this is. I just happened to walk into it when they were doing stuff with their phones and people were walking down the street, walking into telephone poles and stuff because they were trying to figure out where 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 Pikachu was hiding out. He's like in the phone booth that I blew up as a kid. People died looking for Pokemon. Seriously, people would like fall off cliffs. They were just locked into their phone trying to track down these fake Pokemon and they would just not be paying attention to where they were going. And And then the silliness of that stupid card was worth like a bunch of money. Like that still out there. Is it it still out there? They're still collecting that crap. Pokemon cards are people are still collecting them, but the ones from back in the day, there are some real valuable ones. Wow. I'm like, I'm I'm mad at my parents for you know, selling off all the cards that I had once I got old enough to not care about you Pokemon. You better with your money, like sell more weed or something. I mean, forget no, I Pokemon, ain't gonna make you any cash. I wasn't doing that at that age. No, no <laughs> chance, man. Oh goodness, I don't know how we got there. Oh yeah, Taylor Swift not performing. Not performing this weekend, yes. And no. the Horns winning this game tomorrow. And the Horns winning this game tomorrow. You're putting in the call. I love the optimism. It would be a huge win for Texas. Um, biggest road win of the year for Texas. Ah, you could say maybe the Baylor game is the biggest. No, excuse me. That was home. The OU game may be the biggest road win of the year for Texas. Uh, but this would be another quadrant one victory. This would be a huge resume boost. I think we talked about it yesterday, but as of this moment, Joe Lenardi has Texas in the NCAA tournament field of 68. He has the Longhorns as one of his last four buys, meaning he doesn't think they would have to go to Dayton to play in one of those first four games at the start of the tourney. But, of course, Texas being in that conversation means that they are right on the bubble. Right. And every result is going to matter. So if Texas loses tomorrow, when Lenardi releases his next bracketology early next week, 
he might have Texas out of the field. If Texas wins tomorrow, then, hey, you might not. This Valentine's Day, go all out for the ones you love and dive into delicious decadence. Share the love and discover tempting treats, dreamy desserts, and swoon-worthy gifts for everyone who makes your heart happy. In this uh, six-game stretch against ranked teams, they're 2-2 two and two right now. They've got two more, TCU tomorrow and then Iowa State coming to Austin on Tuesday. They could find both of those wins, then they'll be sitting really pretty. If they can find a win, that'd be huge. They got any they go, easy ones. They got oh, like any Oklahoma State's on the. I mean, they got to play Oklahoma State yet, right? Yeah, they've got three easy. I say easy. Yes, three games that should be easy on the schedule. They've got West Virginia coming to town next Saturday. They owe them one. Yes. Well, West Virginia obviously beat Texas in Morgantown, but still, that's a game Texas should win fairly handily. Uh, they've got Oklahoma State coming to town on March 2nd. Oklahoma State's the worst team in this league, and it's not close. And then the other game that they should be able to win without too much of a scare is Kansas State coming to Austin. Those are, those are the three games that I can guarantee you that Texas will be favored in. Uh, the other seven. Where's the Iowa State game at? That's home. Okay. Ken Palm, Ken Palm has that as a one-point loss right now, so toss-up game. Yeah. I, I would guess – I mean, it, it all depends on what happens tomorrow, but I would guess Texas will be favored against Iowa State, but it'll be yeah, close. At home, yes. Iowa State plays in Waco uh, tomorrow, so they there's a chance they lose that one. But, yeah, I, uh, TCU, once again, great offensive rebounding team. They also like to play fast, and they don't settle for a lot of threes either. They are aggressive. They will attack you. And, uh, yeah, they like to go to the free throw line. Yep. It's a physical bunch, too. By the way, uh, Jameer Nelson Jr., one of the star players on TCU. You remember his pops? Oh, yeah. Magic for a number of years. Very, very solid NBA player for a long time. Uh, that makes you feel old. At least it makes me feel old that uh, Jameer Nelson Jr. is on that team. Emmanuel Miller, really good player as well. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a tall task for the Longhorns tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah, they never put their rebound pants on. The rebound pants. Yeah, they got to get ready. They have to go in there. They got to battle for the rebounds, and they, they have their uh, and the loose balls. They got to win those battles tomorrow. Yeah, they do. They do because uh, they lost most of those against Houston, and that was once again the difference in the game. They've they've got to bring it. It's easier to do that at home, mind you. I mean, the last road game that Texas played was the BYU game last Saturday. And that, that did not go well for the Horns. They were in it for a half. They were only down three at recess, and then they just got punked in the second half. They did not bring the energy that was required to beat a good team in their house. And TCU is a good team, and you're playing in their house. Winning on the road for any team in college basketball has been hard this year, especially in this league. So you're right. The rebounding pants, I love that. Never heard that before. It's a good one. Uh, Texas has to have them to uh, to get a win, which would be a big. Yeah, they they need they need, they, they need this game. This is a big game tomorrow. Yeah, really, it really is. is. Coming off a moral victory, yes. Coming off of the moral victory. Yeah, you've got to ride with that moral victory now. You can't mess around because if yeah. you lose this one and you get hammered, you know the moral victory is just a loss. Think, right now, right now, it's just still a moral victory. Yep. If you come I, back and win after that game, right? Sure. Yeah, you look at it like, all right, like that's two solid performances in a row. We played Houston close, and then we went on the road to beat TCU. Like right. maybe we've turned a little bit of a corner. Uh, but no, I'm with you. Like if you lose this game tomorrow, like right now I think most Texas fans, 
no one's no one's happy with the loss, but they're like okay with what we saw on Tuesday. Yeah, if you follow it up though with the dud like you had in Provo last week. Yes. Oh yes. Like, all right. Like cool. We can kind of play teams close, but we no. Can't because then you can look forward to them losing four more games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they've got uh, honestly five losses, if not more than that, in these final ten games. So we'll be sweating it. I think on Selection Sunday. And that sucks, considering uh, where we were at this time oh, yeah. last year. All right, Buck, uh, before we switch gears here, talk about some of the other big stories in the world of Texas sports and beyond. How about some more love to some more sponsors? How about my good friends at Relax the Back? As I said, my back's been feeling great. And, you know, with the weather changing over a little bit, warm weather that we're going to have for the remainder of this weekend and even through next week, my back is feeling great. And my chair has made me feel even better. I sat in this chair yesterday. And since I'm going to be having doctor's appointments for hours on end, I wish I could take, oh, maybe the roadie needs to go with me. How about if I roll that into the doctor's office? You won't. I won't. You're absolutely right. But <laughs> do that. And folks, Dave, you've got an opportunity to go to their two locations. But folks, if you're looking for a chair that's going to help you with your lumbar area, your thoracic back, anywhere in your hip area, you're going to need a chair that's going to be everything that you want. It's going to have the security that you want. It's going to have to have the, the firmness that you need. But not only that, they've got pillows, they've got mattresses, Tempur-Pedic mattresses all for you, and they have it at the two locations. At BK's at the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods, and in Austin up north at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. Do live pain-free like the buck with Relax the Back. Folks, if you're looking for a beer that's going to give you lumbar support yeah, and help your thoracic back syndrome, that's Altstad Beer. <laughs> I don't know if they want me saying that. I don't know if it will actually help with that. It will help you have a fantastic weekend, though, because it is That's the best beer that you could find. My folks in Galveston know about it. They've got uh, the fridge stocked with Altstadt down here. They've got it all in Houston, all in Austin, all in Dallas, wherever you are in the great state of Texas. You can find the greatness of Altstadt beer. Only four ingredients in every Altstadt brew. There's no preservatives, no additives in any of their beers. You can feel good about what you're putting into your system. Their slogan is no impurities, no regrets. No impurities, none of that filler crap that you see in some big beer brands and even some of the other local brews. No regrets. Well, once again, you're going to feel good about what you're putting into your system, and you're not going to regret the taste because the taste is spectacular. The lager, the Kolsch, the light, the Hefeweizen, so many different choices, something for every beer drinker out there. Whatever you're doing this weekend, please remember to enjoy your old stat responsibly. Don't be an idiot. Plan a sober ride home. But, of course, uh, your good times are made better with the greatness of Oldstat beer. No impurities, no regrets. Very how nice. A, how about a TV spot here? Yeah. So we could do that on the YouTubes. Here's a word from our man, Dan Cover and his lovely wife, Hayden. Hi, I'm Dan Cover with my wife, Hayden. Welcome to Cover BK. Our newest location in the gorgeous hill country includes Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and hundreds of pre-owned and certified vehicles for you to choose from. We have three service departments that are ready to take care of your car, truck, or SUV with 86 service bays to accommodate any repair and get you in and out quickly. Come visit us today to select the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Covert, born and raised in Austin. Yeah, baby. How about this text on the Coda text line? 512-222-9328. I'm actually on my way to the Altstad Brewery right now. Very nice. Come on now. Yeah, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, because the buck has told you should be gorgeous the next couple of days, get down to the Altstad Brewery. That place is massive, and it is so much fun. There is so much to do. 
Go check it out. Altstatbeer.com for more information and to plan your trip. Yes, All right, we're be headed that way. I think next week. Next week is the no, not next week. The week after the when the seventeenth rolls around, I think she's going to be out there on Friday the sixteenth. She may stop by. There we go. She's headed out to the rhinos out there in um, Fredericksburg. There's where you can go pet rhinos. She'll be celebrating her day before birthday and then coming back. And then I will be taking her to a mighty fine dinner that Saturday night for her birthday. But I'm going to dinner at Jack Allen's Kitchen on Saturday with my wife. There you That's go. Right. I'm dining. I'm whining and dining, that old lady. You know what Absolutely. Jack Allen's is so good. I might crash oh. that dinner. It's been it's been too long since I've been to Jack Allen's. That needs to change this weekend, and we'll change. I wonder if they still have the rib quesadillas. They used to have rib quesadillas. Yeah, they, they do. They still have that. I think a short rib quesadillas. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to get off of my my regular trout there. I'm going to go rib quesadillas with some coleslaw on the side, pimento cheese before I start everything. Oh. my wife will have a great because they have a great wine selection there. I'll watch her down the wine that I wish I could be guzzling down with her, but. Maybe I'll have an Olipop there while I'm there. There you go. That's I'm going to talk to Jack about, hey, can we get some Olipop up in here? There are kids that come in there. You know, they don't need to be drinking Coca-Colas when they can have some Olipop. That's the know? next step for Olipop. They need fountain drinks, right? Now they've just got the cans. Ooh. They've got to start selling them as a fountain the root, drink. The root beer. Oh. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Jack Allen's is awesome. Olipop is awesome. Uh, enjoy your dinner there. That's going to be fantastic. And well, I figured you would be taking your wife somewhere a little nicer than Mighty Fine Burgers for her birthday. But I am. I'm doing yeah. My wife's not a burger person. She she doesn't eat that kind of burger meat. She eats pork, but she doesn't eat she eats the other white meat. Oh, she, you're she doesn't eat she doesn't eat like hamburger or steaks. She eats white meat? That's not good for you. I know, but that's I mean, she she likes pork. She doesn't mind a little pork in every once in a while. Oh, there you go. Deviled eggs, as some call it. Absolutely. Your halftime tradition, unlike oh, any other. Oh, my goodness. By the way, I'm watching, I have been watching the golf, the Pebble Beach, the Pro Am deal. Yeah. Dude, that place looks hard. It looks windy and hard as hell. Oh, yeah. I'm you're not back working that talking about how I'd like to play there. You're not breaking it. Could... Man. Well, who's winning that thing right now? Any idea? Uh, I saw Jordan Spieth was hanging around yesterday. Some guy Dietrich is, and then Patrick can't play. Is in yeah, second. Oh, slow play. Patrick yeah. slow play is out there again. Yeah, that guy. Where's this one? I did see um, Xander Shopley. I think it was 18. Knock one into the ocean trying to cut the corner there by the big tree. Oh, well, he didn't make it to land. Went down, had to re-tee, and then knocked that one in the ocean. So dude was... Coming back, hitting five. I never found out what he got on that last 18 yesterday on hole number 18. I'm going to say dude got seven or an eight. I think he got a snowman at the par five. It was it was hard to watch him because he did the exact same thing on the second shot. He was still trying to cut across. It was a 300-yard carry, and the wind was just whistling in his face. But he was dead set on making it. He mm. finally made it the third time at the tee box. Hey, more importantly than your cool little Pebble Beach Pro-Am, what? live golf, get started today. The oh, 2024 season that. gets going in Mayacoba down in Mexico. One of my best friends has played that course. He says it's gorgeous. 
uh, that's where it is this weekend, the next three days. I'm trying to get that Saudi money, so I'm going to be promoting Live Golf all I'll be slamming Drake as you're coming up to the tee box. Oh, yeah. you got to be listening to music, wearing your shorts. It's a resort, you know. It's in Mexico. You're going to be having a good time. The people are going to be partying, drinking a little bit out there. You see Fat Phil in his shorts. You see, yep, Phil Mickelson. You'll see John Rahm making his debut. Trader Rahm will be there. On the Live Tour. Oh, yeah, some of the biggest names in the sport. Kevin Nah. Come Bubba, on, Nah, man. DJ, Bubba, Kepka, Gooch. And None of them are in, in the top anything. Come on. Gooch isn't there. Gooch hasn't turned over. Taylor Gooch, not Gooch. Huh? Taylor Gooch, not Matt Gooch. Oh, oh, Gooch, that guy. Yeah, he needed the cash. Yeah. You won't see Gooch ever playing there. Needed the gooch. I, I I don't think they invited Cooch. That guy. Oh, they sucks. want Cooch. Oh yeah. That guy sucks. They want as many of those Americanas as they can get. Uh, they D. want Double D asked, "Where do you watch Live, anyways?" I'm not even sure, <laughs> but I'll be watching today. It was on the CW last. It's on the Slime year. Channel. <laughs> it's on the Nick Slime Channel. Yeah. Put Live Golf. Get the Saudi money over to Cartoon Network. Yeah, and let's have the, let's have this. Let's have those players get slimed. Oh, when they're getting ready to putt, have a guy with a bucket of slime come right across the hole. Uh, that's then it'll be fun. They'll like it. They'll enjoy that. You think people would actually watch if uh, they did that? Of course they would. You're watching a Super Bowl in that. I on am. the day, that's just that's such a sacrilege to do that. I'm only Ten doing just for the show, time. just for the, the little halftime show or the pregame show, whenever it is. That's it. And I'll flip. But don't over. they have that during play too? If a guy catches like a long bomb he gets slimed or something or is it just for touchdowns only uh, Most of touchdowns right yeah i think so you know who's calling the super bowl this year right not romo oh jim romo and jim yep very nice cbs is on the call who's going to be the guest in the booth with him dan oh, dan, dan campbell ah. saying go for it on fourth go for it go for it come on no yep. Thankfully, they'll have uh, Jay Feely in there giving us his kicking anal assist. That, that really helps. That's, the, that's even worse than the ref guy. You know, Gene Steratore, who comes in and provides literally nothing of value to the broadcast because all those ref guys do is just agree with the calls on the field. Yes, with like his other ref buddies. Yeah, exactly. They're all friends, and they don't oh, want to Oh, it's hard to overturn that. You can't overturn that. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough there to overturn it. or Oh. To me, they got this call right. That's clearly the right call. And it's like, no, it's not, dude. Just, just come on. We all see it. It's Go wrong. back to bed. Go back to bed. You don't want to watch the game anyway. Yeah, that's, that bit is bad. But the kicker analysis, I mean, maybe that's why Dan Campbell didn't kick. He just didn't want to hear Jay Feely on the broadcast. <laughs> that thing is such a waste of time. Oh, it's uh, 52 yards and there's a little bit of wind. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, we don't need that at all. It's like watching McAfee's deal. You know, when they do, when he does a game live from, like, the end zone, play-by-play, uh-huh. play, I'm like, dude, that's not what's going on. What the hell are you right. guys? You guys are at a bad angle in the end zone. You never do, like, I mean, for as much money as that dude is making, I would think they'd have a him strapped to a camera over the top of the play. No. They put those dudes in the corner of the end zone, and they do play-by-play, play, and I'm like, oh, that's not what's happening there. Yeah, I think. Because you can't see it from where you are. They are literally just trying to entertain people, I think. Wow. Like that's, I don't even know if they're really trying to do play by play. 
Uh, before we get to our next story, because we're talking about kind of weird sports and sports events here, uh, I would like for you to respond to Rodney's YouTube comment where he says, Buck sounds like he has the flu. What's going on with you this morning? Uh, I've got a little uh, sinus thing going on. You know, a little wind kicking up. That's about it. Uh, I've got that little radio deep voice thing going on, but I'm all right because I'll never have the flu, Rodney. I'm not you like sure? your part. I'm not like your partner. I'm going to come no matter what it's like. I can make it Ew. in front of. I can make it in front of the camera, whether I'm sneezing, sniffling, blowing my nose. I don't need a day off for a sniffle. I'm going to come no matter what it's like, even so if I'm. I should never say that. Ew! This is a family show, dude. I'll never have the flu. That sure sounds like you have the flu right it's now. Not the flu. I just have a little sniffle. You know, I when I run outside and I'm messing with the dogs in the garage and I have no socks or shoes on, I'm walking out there, it's cold on my little bottom of my little feet, and then I get a little sniffle, but it's not the flu. Hey, I'm no sissy. You don't have to worry about that. Well, we got two videos to play. Here's the first one. I'll never have the flu. I'll never have the flu. There's got that. that right, sister. And even though you do have the flu right now. <laughs> and here is the other video that you just referenced. Your favorite. Kim oh, I ain't a sissy. I don't have allergies. I got some kind of cold. It might be COVID, but I ain't testing. <laughs> no, it's sinus. I don't know what you call it. Allergies, flu. I don't know. So if y'all get the flu, blame me during Thanksgiving, right? She's got her Dale Evans jacket on. I love that outfit, though. Hey, she never said she'll never have the flu. No, she didn't. She'll have the flu. She just won't have COVID because she ain't no sissy. She also says, I don't have allergies because I'm not a sissy. And then five seconds later, she said, it could be allergies. My She's favorite a little part of that. Up, man. She got hit with a basketball. Oh, oh, she did? She got hit the, with an inbound pass or something. Mm. Stepped in between it. Right in the hey, You better start winning some games there, sister. Yeah, she's lost two in a row. Hey, speaking of Kim Mulkey, quick shout out to the Texas women's basketball yeah, team. Yeah, because we don't they, women's basketball. Yes, we do. They beat Kim Mulkey's former team last night. That's right. Texas went on the road to Waco and beat Baylor sixty-seven to fifty-five. This was a big matchup in the Big Twelve. Texas ranked number twelve. Baylor ranked number thirteen. And the Longhorns went on the road, still without Rory Harmon, and uh, not only beat Baylor but beat them by double digits. Big Schaefer, cool with that. You yeah, not mad Madison, at anybody? Madison Booker, the stud freshman, great performance, 22 points for her. Aaliyah Moore had 19, and the Longhorns pick up a big win. And, yeah, Vic Schaefer, after the game, he was with uh, our guy Bob Ballou, of course, CBS Austin, good friend of ours. Here's a little one-on-one -on -one interview. Vic Schaefer talking a little smack after the big road victory. We have to get our kids up every night because somebody's trying to whip your butt. Obviously, for Baylor, they said it all week. They were going to send us out the right way, send us off to the SEC. It was personal. It goes on and on. But here's the thing. You better be careful when you start talking about owning the state. You better be careful. And I don't think they own the state since we've been in Austin. So there you got it. Ooh. Or at least since Kim went to LSU. Yeah, that was uh, around the same time that Vic got to Texas. I think they were in the same conference for a year, maybe two. Uh, but Baylor was doing a lot of trash talking leading up to this matchup last night. It was a nationally televised game, too, on ESPN. The whole country got to see the Texas women uh, take down Baylor in the last ever regular season matchup. Very nice. Teams as conference foes. Yeah, that's 
That's the fire. I like that, Vic. Come on, man. That's what I want. We want that every game. Oh, yeah. They clearly use that as motivation. They went full Texas football on that, right? Like, Steve Sarkeesian's bunch clearly was motivated by opposing trash talk this past season. And Vic Schaefer basically told you, like, we heard what they said. We saw what was being written about us and about them. And uh, we made it personal. Like Michael Jordan in the last dance, it became personal. I love when it gets personal like that. Yeah, and uh, and they did. They played that way too, man. Big time performance by the Texas women who are now 20-3 and three on the season. Now the men can take that on the road too after the moral victory. Hell yeah. Yeah, can Vic Schaefer coach the men's team too? People are asking. Ooh. I'm not asking. People are asking. <laughs> People are asking that question. Yeah, that's how it goes right there. So uh, nice win by the uh, Texas women last night. Uh, all right, I've, I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm going to ask Trey during the midday show, and I know what his answer is because he has been promoting this in sports for as long as I've known him. And it's a pretty controversial take. There are plenty of people who are on his side, but I feel like the majority of people are against this idea that Trey has been proposing. And apparently now this idea is going to become a reality because Peter Thiel and a group of venture capitalists are funding something called the Enhanced Games. This is starting in 2025. You say, okay, BK, what is the Enhanced Games? The Enhanced Games is an Olympic-style competition that allows performance-enhancing drugs. Think about it. Like, just about every sports league that we watch and pay attention to in our current climate has rules against PEDs. Yes. Of course, the actual Olympics has plenty of rules against PEDs. But this new competition, the Enhanced Games, will allow, almost sounds like they're promoting the use of performance-enhancing drugs. What do you think? I'm not into it. You won't watch? No. Some of the events include track and field. Swimming, gymnastics, weightlifting, and combat sports. Oh. MMA in there. We got a weight limit and all that stuff. Do we have have weight classes like for. Just like everything else, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that that wouldn't be fair to put like a 250-pound guy against a 140-pound guy. They won't do that, at least I think. But PEDs will be allowed in this competition. Now, will they put a 190-pound used-to-be dude against 114-pound women? I mean, is that part of it, too? I do do, not know. Do those things count? I do not know what the transgender rules will be for the enhanced games that start next year. Maybe we'll find more information about that. After the enhanced games. (laughs) After the enhanced games, yes. The mushroom games, nice. So you're out. You wouldn't watch this. No, man. I, I no, hmm. no. Like I said, I take a little Vicodin for my to, to be able to survive around a round of golf, but it doesn't enhance my game. It just gives me the ability to play. I don't see a bunch of drugged out ass people lifting weights and popping bones and things happening to them, having heart attacks. I think I'll pass on those games. So morally, I feel like I'm supposed to agree with you, but and you should. As you know, I have no morals. That's true. I forgot about that part. So I can't I, agree I missed with you. that part. You're going to watch every bit of it because it's sports. I'm going to watch this. 
I am. Like, I'll still watch the regular Olympics, but if this actually becomes a thing, I will be checking this out out of sheer curiosity. You know, how, how much can people lift on steroids? Are they going to show guys over there? They're going to show what the guy loaded up with, like the needles and stuff that they loaded up before competition? No, you, I, I don't think they're going to show that. No, they won't show that. They'll do that on their own time, and they'll air the competition if some TV network even is willing to pick this up. I could see some TV networks being like, hold on now. I'm sure some streaming service will pick it up, especially if the money's right. Of course, that's how it always works. But, uh, yeah, okay. how much faster can people swim on PEDs versus not on PEDs? And look, people have been doping. Uh, sure they have, yes. Years, but I feel like a lot of them get caught nowadays. So I feel like some records, and I don't know if these will actually count as world records. We'll see what happens there. But uh, there's going to be some faster times, some heavier weights, some better distances, whatever. Depending on the sport, we're, we're going to see some uh, some crazy stuff with these enhanced games. I mean, think about baseball. Like, the steroid era saved baseball in the 90s. People were maybe more invested into the sport then than any other era in baseball. And, you know, now they've got all these rules against PEDs. Obviously, guys are still cheating, but guys get caught every year trying to cheat. Like, people were so... And baseball invested. is still pretty good without it. Baseball sure. is still pretty good since... Since they saved baseball, guess what they didn't do? They didn't stay with saving baseball by everybody PD and they just decided to, okay, it got saved. Now let's stop it. Yeah, they didn't continue on with that madness. No, no, and now they act a lot like that madness never happened because none of those dudes are in the Hall of Fame, which is the biggest crock of crap ever. But I don't know, man. I feel like if baseball still did that, and I'm not advocating for it, but if baseball allowed guys to use PEDs, I feel like the ratings would be higher than they are right now because you'd have guys like chasing Barry Bonds' 73 home run record, you know, like and, and guys trying to chase all of these records that were set by steroid users that probably aren't going to get touched, at least in our lifetimes, because guys aren't supposed to be taking PEDs anymore. So I, I feel like more people would watch if steroids were a thing now, you know? No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I won't watch. All right. Chicks dig the long ball. I mean, this is Thanos versus Hulk in all of these competitions, basically. Yeah, that's that's the... Um, I, I mean, I just like everybody doing the same exact thing, you know? Right. I, I'm not having... Level, some, level playing field? I like the level playing field. I just always have. I mean, I... I wasn't big on the steroid area. I know it's so <laughs> You don't want to see guys like this? Well, that's me because I'm going to be ready to turn into the big man. Well, if you take PEDs, no, you still won't be anywhere close to that. Well, are you sure? Yes. This AI ginormous dude. I think I can have a waist like that. Go to the waist. Oh, yeah, I can have go a waist to, like that. Go to the waist. You know, I'm like scrolling my mouse over it, but no one can see that. So I don't know how to go to the waist. I guess I can zoom in. You want me to zoom in on this guy's crotch? <laughs> no, I just no. I can have the little thirty. No, I'm still a thirty-two. Now you're looking for? There you go. Look, he's got little shorts on. Come on, this, now. This is weird. I don't like this. See, okay. you don't want those guys out there. You don't want them in your pool swimming. They're not. It's not going to be my pool. Or they're not doing gymnastics. If on I have a pool, let me tell you, oh, if okay. I have a pool big enough where the Olympics are going to be, then I will uh, 
I'll be doing okay. Texas Sports Unfiltered will have hit the big time. Yeah, I don't want my gymnasts, I don't want my dudes doing all those flips and keep on flipping and not stopping, you know. <laughs> whirly birds, you know, 25 times before they hit the, no thanks. You're out on that, huh? I'm out on it, yes. All right, the enhanced games potentially coming your way in 2025. Be on the lookout for that. All right, uh, before we shift gears, I got this freaking... You remember these things, Buck? The fidget spinners? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My sister had one of these on her desks. Uh, on her desk. Well, of course she does. She's got Pokemon in the back. And I can't I can't stop using this thing. I'm going to have to buy one of these. I'm worried if I steal this, she's going to be pissed. But Oh, she'll know it's gone. Oh, uh, yeah, the fidget spinner making a comeback. Apparently. By the way, she's probably, she's probably going, why is that dude in my room anyway? We've got all kinds of rooms here. Why does he pick my room? This ain't this in her bedroom. She's got two rooms, dude. Of course she does. She's the last kid of four. So she's, she's gonna got, have all that's right. She gets all the baby gets all the stuff. Oh yeah. yeah this is the extra room. She's living large right now. She's at school, I hope. I think. Look at this. She's got all the posters on the wall there of all yep. the teams and stuff. That's that's good stuff. Yes, indeed. Yes. She's indeed. like, why don't you just go home to your apartment and get out of my parents' house anyway? That's what she's thinking. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's right. She's she's right. You've been down, you had your night of fishing. Go home. I'm out. I'm out of here. Oh man. All right. Hey, I will be uh, attending the Texas Stars game. Very nice. And I'll be going with our guy Tom McKay of AV Consultations. How about a word from our man Tom McKay? This is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our clients for making the last 25 years both fun and fruitful. For those of you who have not experienced our services yet. We'd like to invite you to give us a try for all of your home electronics needs. We take care of everything from surround sound home theaters and distributed audio to computer networks, home surveillance systems, to a new television in the living room or bedroom. And we come to you. There's no need to leave your home to find great pricing and incomparable service. No traffic, inexperienced sales geeks, or pushy showroom tactics. Just give us a call and we'll visit you at your home or business to take a look at what you really need. Just relax, hug your kids, and smile. We make your electronics and life simpler to manage. So give us a call and discover what over 7,000 families and businesses already have. Audiovisual Consultations is the easiest, most complete way to enjoy today's electronics. Call us at 512-255-8678. That's 512-255-8678. Or online at avconsultations.com. The folks over at Big Hat, I'm going to have to have me a mocktail before I go. Get get a little of that ginger in me. You know what I'm saying? Have some I forget, forget it. If I say, I'm going to get some ginger. I'm going to have ginger, orange, lime. They've got it all the ingredients. Love the taste of that ginger in the mocktail. No alcohol whatsoever. That way, when they start checking me up today and start to stick the, the needles in these veins, get myself all ready to find out about my hyperparathyroid. You know what? It's got great energy. And I do like the taste of ginger, by the way. Still have not taken the ginger root and touched it at the store and break a piece off and put it in my mouth. No, I'm not doing that. Not like the grape guy. Uh, you don't eat sushi. I was going to ask, when you eat sushi, do you eat the wasabi and ginger that usually come on the side? But not your thing. I do. I do. I like the wasabi. That stuff's kind of hot. I, mean, I, do like the, I do like the ginger there. I, I like that ginger. It. I chew on that ginger. Ooh. And that little, what is, what's around that stuff in the middle there? Is that little rice cake stuff? The uh, little rice that's around the... Um, yeah, usually a roll is wrapped yeah. in, in rice. And what is that? Is that paper, like the newspaper? Is that like the Austin American Spaceman? Did they put that around? 
No, but the statesman wishes because then they'd make way more money than they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi restaurants were using that as the paper yeah. that they use. What is that wrap anyway? Is that real paper? What is that made out oh, of? Oh, what's it called? It's made out of something out of the sea, obviously, right? Seaweed? Seaweed paper. Seaweed paper. Yeah, nori okay. is what it's called. It's edible seaweed paper. Gross. That's what Gross. You can't taste it. You taste the other stuff. All of that shit. I taste all oh, of that stuff. God. My palate can taste all of that stuff. That's why I'm not a squash eater. Can't do it. The texture in squash. Don't, nope. don't compare sushi to squash, all right? Don't be that mean to sushi. Really? Uh, sushi's up here. Squash is way down here. It's not even on camera. Come on, man. Fish that's not cooked. Come on, y'all. Stop oh, it. It's delicious. No, I, I like my stuff cooked. I, I even have all my white fish, like cod and stuff. I still cook it pretty good. I'm not, I don't like the slime. Dude, your favorite fish is the filet of fish from McDonald's. I'm not listening Woo to you. Woo-wee. That's getting ready. We're getting, during the lentil season, I got to get ready this spring. I'm going to go every Friday. I want a, I want a fish sandwich this year. Because when I would coach at the University of Illinois, they had a place that served. Uh, they gave you a fresh piece of cod on a bun with fries. And there was a line on Fridays around the store to get that fresh fish. I, I, they don't have that line at Mickey D's because I don't know how fresh it is. I think it's good cod. I don't know if it's fresh cod. No, it's How's not. That? Where are they getting fresh cod in Austin? I'm telling you, it's shipped from Maine. It, it comes from Bailey's Island, Maine. Yeah, and it's shipped. It's frozen and shipped. Yes, but it gets here in a day. It's here. Uh, it, gets, Maine. It, uh, it gets the McDonald's. McDonald's has a lot of money. They're going to get things shipped to them. Fresh. It doesn't sit. What do you think? It sits around in a fridge, and at McDonald's, that stuff's fresh from the plane. It goes right from the plane, right to your, right to your bun. What are you saying? You're saying that they catch a bunch of cod. Yes. They, they what? Put them on ice, just in a cooler. Yes. They take a private jet. Yes. To go to the Dripping Austin. Springs McDonald's. Absolutely. That's their first stop, and they drop all of the fresh cuts just a, a matter of like four or five hours. Or they go to your McDonald's in Oak Hill where the fries sometimes aren't that great. Yeah, that's... I don't go there anymore because of their fries and that service. You know what I'm saying? Instead of hitting the McDonald's in Maine or Boston or anywhere up there, their first stop is to go to South Austin. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry. Their, their first real first stop is there. They, they don't have to ship that stuff. They can just do it UPS while they're in, in those areas, Boston and Maine. They don't, need, they don't even have to fly them. They can just drive them down in ice trucks. They're, driving. Ice tr <laughs> they're driving them down. So as soon as they catch them, as soon as they get them off the boat, right. put them on a truck and they're driving down to Austin. Yeah, they're going right there to Austin. That's right. That is they're going to Boston. They're going right to the garden. That's the most absurd thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes, but I do like I do love I do I, I I'm a fish eater. I am. I'm a cod guy. I just I just the sushi deal is not, you know, and I don't mess with like when people like when I go to Chinese restaurants, I don't do like chopsticks. I don't try to do I'm still here in the USA and I see people playing with chopsticks and stuff. I like, throw that shit right on the floor. What? Nice with my hands. No disrespect. I mean, I get, oh, I, get, I get after it. I do not you use hate chopsticks. on the Asians? No, no, no. I just don't use chopsticks. 
You don't use chopsticks because you don't know how to use chopsticks. Oh no, I can, I know how to. Yes, I do. I can I can spin them and flip them and do all that stuff. I gotta help with your food. Yeah, I mean it's like a whip. I can whip that food, bam, from the plate right into my gullet. But I do better with a fork. I'll just tell you that. Come on, it's you know it's meant to be eaten with chopsticks. That's the utensils over there. No, no, no. It's not meant to be. It's meant to be eat, eaten with a fork Dude, or my eating, hands. So you're telling me when you're having like authentic Chinese food, like let's say you're at Panda Express, getting an authentic meal, you're not using the chopsticks. You're using a fork. I'll use the chopsticks when they bring a live panda in there, and set them next to me. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> How is that? That's racist. That's what that is. That's not even Panda Express. Is probably American all the way. No way, dude. I, you gotta love your Chinese food being served by Mexicans. That's when you know it is <laughs> authentic, right there, dude. Oh my goodness! That's as good as it gets. Seriously, you don't use chopsticks even at like a real. No, nice, I don't do it. No, I mean, where was Chinatown? the last time? Where was I for? I think I was in uh, Alaska. At a Chinese restaurant, and they came over. And the thing before I even had forks, they they threw down the chopsticks and a napkin. And I'm like, no, no, there, Mama San, I don't do chopsticks. Mama San. Yeah, and it was an Eskimo that gave it to me. What? I mean, like, no. Yes, it's like like you said. Eskimo? Like, can you call? Yeah. I don't. Can you call them that? What, what do you? What am I supposed to call them? Eskimoans? What do you mean by Eskimo? Like real people that that live in Alaska, there are still some ex Eskimos that are there. No, okay. dude, I don't. I did. I said I need a fork. I can't do. You know, this is supposed to be like an original kind of place that this is what you do. I'm like, no. I don't. When I'm in Rome, I don't do like the Romans. I don't chase little boys around and stuff. No, I don't do that. I just when I'm in oh, Rome, I don't do Roman things. Do? I don't do Roman things. You know what I'm saying? Is Epstein Island in Rome. <laughs> I just don't, I don't do those things. Just give me a fork. So this, this is, I searched Eskimos on Google images and this is what popped up. This is, this is what happened. You were, you were served food. Yes. By folks who looked like this and you were given chopsticks and you said, no, I need a fork instead. Yes. Give me a fork. That's it. I don't, I just need a fork or I'll do it with a spoon. Those are my utensils. Those are my utensils of choice, not sticks. I'm not a drummer. So no, <laughs> you're, gonna eat, you're gonna eat like uh, I don't know broccoli beef with a spoon. Yeah, I gotta suck up the juice and everything. Yeah, I can't do anything with a fork. Who's your favorite war general of all time? Patton. I'm a general so guy myself. Oh really? <laughs> so guy. <laughs> Great chicken, dude. Oh, I got my goodness. All right. Okay. You know I'm weird about food because you know you don't see me eating chicken with my hands. Two questions, or this is a statement. Buck probably eats steak well done. I do not. I eat my steak medium. Okay, still too cooked. And then yeah. Gabe asked if you'd eat Mulkey's cod. Possibly. <laughs> oh, that is gross. You people are gross out there. You are really, really gross is right. Well, thank you, you for know, tuning in. No, I mean, that, that, deal that, you, that deal that you gave to me when we were in Louisiana, that I didn't have any problems with that uh, uh that, yeah, that Subway Eat Fresh sandwich that you gave me. Is that okay? Yeah, it was a sandwich. Oh, it was a oh muff. You got a, a muffaletta. Muffaletta. Yeah, that monster of the sea or wherever they got that from. I don't think there's any seafood in those. 
Dude, they had to they had to use a whole oven just to do the bread. That thing was so big. It was good though, wasn't it? That muffaletta was good. That's a meal now. Oh, yeah, That's an expensive meal. It's probably like a twenty dollars sandwich, but you you got two meals out of it. It's pretty good. I did. Deal. I had yeah. I did have it the next day. Yeah. Well, the food out in Big Easy. Is... Notice none of the ghosts wanted that damn muffaletta. <laughs> no, they don't like the muff. I guess. No, they don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Jim Harbaugh was introduced yesterday. He, of course, is the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. So can't wait for a cheating scandal to drop out there at some point in the not too distant future. Uh, Harbaugh had his press conference, and boy, he was on one yesterday. And that guy is weird, but he is also hilarious. We got just one cut from Harbaugh's introductory presser, and he's talking about wanting to sleep at an RV park while he's in Los Angeles. Here's a bit of a story that he told yesterday. I got. I, I told my wife this. Should I tell? Him? Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, I want to I want to drive my RV out. I want to drive my RV out and uh, and and go to a trailer park, uh, you know, like down by the water or uh, by Disneyland. There'll be two that I've researched that are close to the facility, and uh, I want to Jim Rockford it for the uh, for the for the next uh, couple months until we move to the new facility. That's I have that thought going through my head. <laughs> That dude is weirder than I am. Yeah, and that's a high bar to clear. Phew. And that guy's doing sleepovers with high school kids. He's drinking milk on the sidelines of games, and now he wants to stay at an RV park. He's got his number one assistant crying all the time. Yeah, that happened too. So he And he also talked about winning multiple championships. That was the biggest headline-grabbing piece from Harbaugh's time yesterday. Wanting to win multiple Super Bowls as the head coach of the L.A. Chargers. Only if J.J. McCarthy is his quarterback. Sorry, what? J.J. J.J.'s a winner. J.J. McCarthy's a winner. He knows how to win and cheat. You'd rather have J.J. McCarthy than Justin Herbert? You're going to have him shortly, so that's happening. We talked about this earlier this week. That is, that'd be ridiculous. Like, Chargers fans right now are on cloud nine. They're thrilled about the Jim Harbaugh hire, and they should be, right? Like Harbaugh's proven that he can have success in the NFL, and obviously he's coming off of a college national championship. He's one of the biggest names in the sport. That's a huge get. He he gives up all of that goodwill. I mean, the honeymoon phase comes to a crashing end if during the first round of the NFL draft, when the Chargers are picking fifth overall, they select J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, winner, national champ. To replace Justin Herbert, who's been a multi-time Pro Bowler. Oh no, he's got to beat him out. He's got, he just doesn't replace him. He's got to so beat him out. You're going to draft a quarter. You're drafting a quarterback to have a competition. You're using your top five pick <laughs> on a guy that you don't even know is going to play, and he's not winning that competition, of course, because Herbert's a great quarterback in the league. Oh, he's got that other dude. That dude hadn't won shit since he's been there. Now he's got. He throws for a lot of yardage. Yeah. He also throws to. A receiver and a half because half the receivers before the season even starts are pulling up something or lame or an ACL blows out. They just need that. They just need to keep everybody healthy for a change there. They do. They do. And yeah, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, they've got some star players on that team. Can't remember if any of those dudes are free agents, but plus they'll know all the plays. I'll tell you what, else. I saw a um I saw a mock draft the other day. Once again, the Chargers are picking fifth. And it had them taking Brock Bowers. How sick would that be? Wow. 
I mean, like, yeah, obviously those guys have to stay healthy, and Bowers got hurt, missed a couple of games last year too, so maybe you're worried about him. But Bowers with Williams and Allen and Eckler, dude, with Herbert, not McCarthy at quarterback, dude. That's, uh, I mean, they've got some holes to fill, obviously. They've got to improve a lot on the lines of scrimmage. But, dude, you, you bring in that guy, and if he is the type of player that I think he's going to be in the NFL, oh, yeah. that's, that's going to be a tough offense to stop. Tough. Be a great pick for them. Yeah, so Bra- Bowers, I, I, I would think Bowers would be around four or five, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone, I, I think the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks. I'd be stunned if they're not. Because uh, the top three teams, I mean, Chicago's picking at one. Maybe they stick with Fields, but if they do stick with Fields, they're trading that pick to somebody who is going to draft a quarterback. So then you've got Washington, then you've got New England. All three of those teams need quarterbacks. They're all going to take a QB. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe four, maybe five. Arizona's picking four. The Chargers are picking five. Man, you could see Bowers go there. He, he's a top ten talent for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, man. Yeah. What about Harbaugh though? Multiple championships. You, uh, we'll give him one. I want to ask you to predict two or more because that's. I'll that's just say tough. one. I'll say one, one before he, before they blow him out of there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's got to share a share division, obviously, with Kansas City. The Chiefs have dominated that AFC West for almost a decade now with Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, his goofiness will wear on people eventually. Yeah, like it. I, you know, in San Francisco, he he left on his own accord, but it wasn't because the team wasn't playing well. Like they, they made it to what a couple of NFC championship games yeah. at a Super Bowl with him. Uh, but he just didn't get along with the GM, like Trent Bulky, who's uh, one of the biggest scumbags apparently in football. Like nobody gets along with that dude. There's a power struggle, and for some reason, the Niners opted to go with Bulky instead of Harbaugh, and ended up hiring Jim Tom Sula as their head coach, and it wow. just Total disaster, one of the worst hires of all time. Um, but yeah, like Harbaugh is a, a, a great coach. Um, and he's had success in the NFL. And once again, I like that he has not won a Super Bowl. If he had won a Super Bowl, I would not be picking Jim Harbaugh to win one. But I'm with you, man. Like, I don't know if it was that press conference and he was on one, he was making people laugh, he was bringing the energy, obviously setting the expectations pretty high. Like, Look, you don't always have to win the introductory press conference, and even when you do, that doesn't necessarily translate no. to actual win. But it helps. But it helps. He won it, man. He won it yesterday. He did a great job. And uh, once again, Chargers fans were already pretty stoked when that uh, hire was announced. I think they're even more ecstatic. Now right he's now. bringing his Winnebago with him. And he's bringing the Winnebago in, up there. You an RV guy? You ever taken any trips on an RV? No, only from Austin to to Dallas for the. Uh, the Texas OU weekend. I've been an RV? Yeah, we, we, we've gone up there from the radio station in that before. That was a trip like of a, a lifetime. Not a party and bus? A, Legit no, RV? No, just an RV. Yeah, just in, in, in an RV. That's where, you know, me, because I don't go to the games, so I would watch, you know, I watch the games for the fairgrounds in the RV. You watched them in the RV? Yeah. You watched the Texas OU game on like a 20-inch TV screen inside an RV? Yeah, you know, I don't go to games, so yeah, I enjoy it. I figured you would have gone to a restaurant or something close by. No, nah, dude, it was, and the RV's good. I like to see the games. I had the, I had the run of the bathroom. That's when I was told, hey, don't use this bathroom. I'm like, what do you mean don't use this bathroom? Oh. No, we don't want you using the bathroom. Okay, well, I think that was the, that was the year that I, I, I went and tried to get a Philly cheesesteak at the fairgrounds, oh, which was no. not a good idea. <laughs> 
and then you use the RV bathroom? I didn't have a choice. Remember, my motto is never to shit in thy pants. Yeah, uh, you couldn't. You could have gone to like a gas station or a. Oh, what the McDonald's across the way over there? Yeah, that would have been a little more courteous of you. Have all the hookers try to pick? No, thanks. Because everyone's smelling your crap for the rest of the trip. Did you pull a Dave Matthews band on the way back? Have you heard this story? No. Oh, That's one of my favorites, man. Trey, Trey would do a better job of telling this. you got to ask Trey about this at some point. But there's an old urban legend, and I think it's true, that the Dave Matthews band back in the early 2000s, they were like on tour. They were driving an RV across the country. I'm sure multiple RVs, uh, you know, taking everybody from place to place. Sure. And they, they apparently dumped more than 800 pounds of shit from the RV. Because, you know, if you have to dump it out at some point, right? Because sure it just kind of stays there and you, know, you dump it out somewhere. Usually. They bring know. a big truck that sucks it all out. Yeah, you do that. If you go to an RV park, you can do it there. Or, shoot, I, I don't know. Well, apparently they dumped more than 800 pounds of human waste uh, over the Kinsey Street Bridge in Chicago. And the waste landed on a passenger sightseeing boat. There were people on, you know, a boat touring Chicago, no! Chicago River. And no! this 800 pounds of shit just starts flying on them. It was literally raining. Oh! And women, children, nobody was safe. Grannies, grandpies, babies, everybody. Eight- on the way out, just shoot me in the head, please. Yep. 800 pounds. Good they, uh, Lord. They had to donate a bunch of money. They got in trouble. But, yeah, no, I mean, this is on Wikipedia, and you can't put anything on that side. That'd be that true, is, right? Yep, those are the rules. So that is no, I can't imagine. No. 120 passengers aboard the tour boat. Roughly two-thirds of them were soaked. I'm not going to ask them to suck it up on the tour boat like I do the people in the airplanes. You airplane passengers, go back to your seat. Take the smell and get to your destination, okay? You on the boat, you, we got to do something. We can't have that. We can't have that. I'm not asking them to suck that up. Yeah, they I'm asking those. them to jump overboard and swim back. What do you do there? Seriously, what do you do there? Like, I, I can't imagine the Chicago River is very clean, so it's probably not a good idea to jump in that river. You oh, might I'll jump in. Through. I'll jump in and swim it. But you can't. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the boat just went back to dock and everyone went home. And got in their cars. Just got in the cars. What do you, what do, you do there? I mean, that is. I drive back naked. That is a horrifying experience, a scarring experience that stays with you forever. You don't forget that. No, you, you can't. can't forget that. Well, I would never can't. get on a boat again. I would never go in that river again. I'd never I'd go never, to Chicago again. Never go to Chicago. Never go never. to Illinois. I think I'd leave the country, honestly. I, I wouldn't be listening to Van Halen or anybody else ever again either. Hey, Matthews Band. Whatever, whoever's band it was. Put that on Van Halen. Uh, so you guys did not do that. You weren't just driving on uh, over the Waco Bridge and just dump. Oh, I just wouldn't. I just no. We no. We were fine. Hmm. I mean, I didn't. I didn't put in eight hundred pounds worth. I, I just put in eight pounds worth. <laughs> <laughs> the old Philly cheesesteak. Oh, I've never. Uh, you know, I haven't done that since. Yeah, that's I gross. I did that for like three years straight. Thought that I was going to get a good one. Eventually. It never happened. They put cheese whiz on the top of it. It was awful. Hmm. Yeah. Why go to that? That's not where you go. I was going to say, I can't imagine the best place to get a Philly cheesesteak is at the State Fair of Texas. It is not. 
I, yeah. I, I, I agree. Many other great food options there too. You settling for that? That was an interesting choice. I don't like any of the fried stuff like that. You know, my my little baby belly doesn't like that stuff. Yeah, that's true. The big man doesn't like that stuff. Huh? Big man doesn't want that stuff in him. Yeah, only I, the olipop, the good stuff. That's what I. Take, that's that's I'm the big. A few RV trips in my life, and I think they've all been around Texas football. Uh, my freshman year of college, went to Ole Miss, drove from Austin to Oxford, Mississippi, for that game, and I was a pledge in a fraternity. That was not a fun time. Uh, my senior year, Texas played at Notre Dame when we got wrecked, thirty-eight to three. Took an RV there. Like slept in the RV a couple of nights, South Side Chicago. Probably not the best idea. Is that when I was coaching there? Uh, yeah. Is that when you were coaching there at Texas? Yes. How old do you think I am? Almost thirty. This was this was in twenty fifteen. Oh, you stopped no. coaching in what ninety six? Yeah, ninety six. Sorry. Yeah, jerk. Not that old. And then I uh, took one to the Sugar Bowl. Not this most recent one because we had the beautiful covert vehicles out yes. there. You're talking um, about the, the ones? The Georgia one where Bevo almost speared Ugga. Yes. Yeah, took an RV. Uh, Georgia to, wasn't uh, into the game. They remember they didn't want to be there. They did not want to be there. No, no. Just like this year when they played Florida State, they didn't want to be there in that game. No, no, wait, they won. They didn't want to be there. That's how it works there. Sister sent me a message about Poxitani Phil. Hey, Uh-oh. early spring. Early spring. Yeah, tell her to be listening at the start of the show. We already reported that. Oh, she loves that stuff, man. On, on uh, Pizza Tola Phil or whatever his name is. Pizza Tola. Hackman Phil. That dude is that dude is so chubby. I'll show it one more time. He's lucky that he didn't see his own shadow because it would have been this. What are you doing? Oh. That would have been me to uh, Pakistani Phil. Dude, that dude would have broken your foot. That's how fat. Those things weigh about 60 pounds. It's like uh, a dog. It's not like punting a baby, right? That's pretty easy. Oh, no, no. Baby's much more flexible. Yeah, that a, thing, your foot is going to go right into that thing. Like, it's going to go like like stepping in crap. It's going to go all the way around your foot. That's how chubby and nasty those things. They're all made of fat. Oh, man. All made of fat. They're just digging through and the ground. smelly little creatures. Do they have this spunk about them? It's like it's a spunk on them. It's got AIDS. We got uh, everything on those. You don't okay. eat those. People don't eat those. I always thought a woodchuck, that's just the same thing. A groundhog, woodchuck, they're the same thing. Is that right? Yeah, it's just different parts of the world they call them woodchucks. It's, a groundhog is nasty. And that's nobody good. eats that. People shoot them. They shoot them just for the sake of shooting them. But I gotta believe I'm even po folks in Pennsylvania don't eat that stuff. Now I know mm-hmm. people eat muskrats and stuff like that in Mississippi and probably Louisiana. Yeah. They'll eat anything in there. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, we learned that. And they'll yes, eat all anything in Louisiana. <laughs> Those are the rules right there. Uh Coach 420 says the McDonald's off Riverside and Pleasant Valley is serving fish from Ladybird Lake. No, they don't do that. No, no, no. This is straight from Maine. This is fresh cod from the Maine, the banks of Maine. Good to know that they're straight fish. Thank you for uh, letting us know there. Hey, quick shout out to BetUS. If you're trying to make some money this weekend, you can do so on BetUS. Uh, the Pro Bowl, if you want to bet on that, you're a degenerate, but you can do it on BetUS. You bet US for Senior Bowl? Probably yes. I, I bet you could. I haven't yeah. checked. 
I know you came for the NHL All-Star Game, which is this weekend, and the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah, you can bet the Senior Bowl then. Plus all the college basketball, the NBA, and uh, the Super Bowl is next Sunday. You can place all of your prop bets right now over at BetUS. If you're watching on YouTube, just uh, click the video description below us, click the link, and deposit $50 or more. They're going to hook you up with free money. They're literally going to match your deposit, so cool, awesome. And uh, you'll be on your way to winning on all of the sports that you love. If you're listening on the app, just hit Explore Our Socials on the homepage of the app and uh, tap the BetUS link there. Same thing, deposit 50 bucks. They're going to match your deposit, hook you up with a bonus, and you will be on your way to cashing in on your favorite sporting events of the year. It's the best online sports book casino. It's BetUS, where the game begins. Right, Texas tomorrow, six-point win at that's, TCU. That's the call for Texas basketball. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will call seven-point loss. Ooh. So we're 13 points off there. Okay. I have not seen a line. We'll probably get one tonight, if not that early in the morning. The game tips off at 1 o'clock. That's the annoying part about college basketball is lines don't come out as early oh, no, as they, they hold them. They hold them. Yeah, you know, football, obviously. You have, we've got college football lines for the fall. Like, we already know Texas is favored in Michigan, and that game is in September. Yet Texas TCU in basketball tomorrow, we have no line for that one just yet. They will have it at BetUS, and I'll be maybe calling the cousin. There you go. That, that one there. <clears throat> I like the uh, I like the optimism. It would be a huge win for Texas, another quadrant one win for Texas, and uh, would solidify their chances to make the tournament. Absolutely, man. Ten games left, man. It's ten games left, and it's. I think I think five and five, gets them in. Anything less than that. You can't have six losses. Speaking of fishy, it's fishy. Six losses puts them at seven and eleven in the conference. We've seen teams get in with that, but Texas doesn't have any non-con wins to hang its hat on. So yeah. five and five at minimum. I yeah, think. and this is one this is one of the this is one of the big ones if you can get this one to get you in there. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Top Gun, by the way. Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Check out their new location down in Buda. Of course, the original location up in Anderson Square. If you've got a task that you need to get done, maybe multiple tasks this weekend, stop putting it off. Weather should be nice. It's going to get cold again. You know that. So get the jobs done now at your home or place of business. You can rent the tools. You can buy the tools. Just go to topgun.net for more information and go check out their two stores. It's topgun.net. We will shoot you straight. Is that guy Wags coming today? Is he, how's, how does he feel? How was he feeling yesterday? He uh, he was out yesterday. I've not gotten a text from Wags. It is past nine fifty-two. So generally, it's about that time. I think I think we're in the uh, I think we're okay here with Wags showing up. And I see him in the waiting room, so it looks like he's cool. He's, he's good to go, which is uh, which is good news. Uh, a couple of last things. Today is National Tater Tot Day as well. Buck, you a tater tot guy? Tater tot guy, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm good with that. And. Um, I'm good with lots of taters. I'm a tater eater. Pennsylvania is a tater state. We do lots of, you're going to have some potatoes on Sunday. Every Sunday, somebody's slamming down potatoes. I love potatoes. That's a thing? That is a thing, yeah. We need to do a uh, potato power ranking. What's your favorite kind of potatoes? Baked. Baked potatoes, really? Loaded. Baked potato loaded. Mm, loaded. Who's making it? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating your own baked potato? No, I'm serving it to someone else. I'll eat somebody else's baked potato. Oh, but, gross. But what I'll do is let me serve you yours. Oh, I, I do a really good fixing of mine. 
We'll tell that story someday. Uh, yeah, we need to at some point. That's, I generally uh, like to tell it during Thanksgiving. CB will say that I haven't told it in like six years. You know, but that was always a treat. We may or may not have TV commercials coming in our future. We might have to get the baked potato story on a TV spot. Dude, that was that was the ultimate insult of a lifetime. One final question before we bring the fellows from Chaos Theory on. Yes, yes, that's a yes, all the way. Gross. All right. Okay, you're deep in the jungle, hanging with a friendly jaguar. Or how about in outer space playing the bass? Let your imagination run wild with the new generative AI tools in Adobe Photoshop. Create anything you can dream up just by typing a text prompt. Treehouse in your jungle? Unicorn in your spaceship? Just type it. This changes everything. Hit the banner or go to Photoshop.com and try it for free. And I felt I couldn't even look at the screen. I thought it was going to be all right. I, I, the night before, I was feeling even, uh, I felt terrible. And then wake up and I can't eat, I, like I, I could literally couldn't even turn on the fucking screen without feeling like I was going to puke. So okay I got something's been going down, man. I've, I've had a headache for about two months, dude. So I got a I got a doctor appointment on Tuesday. What'd you uh, have on the screen? You must have had something bad on the screen. I don't know, know, man. We're we're gonna see we're gonna see what the hell's going down. Um, there's we got a little bit of concern there. There's some definite definite fucked up things going down up in uh up in the head of Wags here. So we're gonna get it figured oh, out here on Tuesday. And all right, I wish I could hang with you because I've got some things that are definitely going on with Buck, and I've got to get to the doctor later. Yeah. Later. later. Eat that tater, Buck. Eat that tater. Boy.